0: Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Stripe Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your co-hosts, just an ordinary health inspector, Zach Maine, and I'm here with
1: uh, The Buttered Barnacles, Alexander Beardsley.
0: <laughs> and we are here to describe season three Episode four, the one that started it all for us.
1: Yes. The Nasty Patty
0: and Idiot Box.
1: Turn off the idiot box.
0: Yes, and turn on this podcast as we talk about the boys (laughs) committing murder and burying a body as well as um, one man's obsession with creativity. Creativity.
1: Yes. Uh, so the episodes are Nasty Patty and Idiot Box. Uh, oops. And uh, yeah, both really good episodes. Classic episodes. Very uh, memorable. You know. Uh, and no, like, for sure. And like you said, uh, Nasty Patty. This this duo of episodes were the. Episodes that we watched back at the end of 2018, and decided to start this podcast at the beginning of 2019.
0: Right. It was this one is just so absurdly uh, crazy with what they do. It is. uh, It is
1: actually insane. Like yeah, that just talking
0: about it and pausing it and speaking in great detail was enough for us to decide that this is a thing that maybe uh, the rest of the episodes could lend such a an inspirational, uh, exciting thing to
1: listen to that we made yeah, a podcast. that we could talk about every episode in detail and it would be fun. And it, it is. Uh, this one in particular, though, just because of how ridiculous it is, like you said, and... Um, nasty patty uh was like even banned in certain countries just because it's literally like about them killing a guy and trying to cover up the murder from like cover it up specifically to cops so it's like it's very straightforward in what's happening uh there's, like, no dancing around what they're doing. It's it's a very dark thing.
0: Yes. Um, if you've never seen it, you're in for a treat. And if you have, you probably don't realize just how fucked up it is. But we will get to it. Yeah. Um, before we get to it, uh, there's a few things we can talk about, right? Uh, the first thing I want to talk about, real quick, I just want to talk about my ventures outside of... Uh, the podcast world. Mm-hmm. Um, so on Facebook, I posted that Mark Zuckerberg himself commented on a video of mine and my buddy's GoldenEye project, uh, bringing it into VR as I've talked about called double O quest. And yeah, there was a, uh, an upload VR article written about it and neither of us knew about it at the time. And then he, Zuckerberg commented on it and is looking forward to it. So I've been really excited about that and have been working feverishly to to complete it now. Hmm. Are you, like, getting far on it? Yeah, I mean, we have um, a rigged body where you can be James Bond and you can move through uh, the facility level. Um, you can open doors and walk up and down stairs and shoot... Boxes and they blow up and shoot things and have, uh, you know, all sorts of visuals that are proper. The only thing, like the big thing I'm working on now, is enemies. Um, we have to the point where the enemies have their animations and they'll walk around and try to shoot, uh, shoot you and uh, look for you and whatever. But it's just got to be fine-tuned before we release it out, you know, give people something, give them a good beta experience. Or maybe we'll hold on to it till it's completely done. You know, we're just kind of seeing how it's going and now it's picked up a lot of hype since. Indeed.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Well, thank you.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. I, I just wanted to say, too, that it's been a kind of exciting Quarantine uh, experiment I've been doing with the Eggs FL. Have you been watching
1: that? No. Not at all. No. Are you shitting me? I don't know. You what don't that go is. on Snapchat? No, not really.
0: Anywho, for the past eight days now, as of this recording, I've been doing a weekly or a daily, a daily uh, egg fighting league called the Eggs FL. And basically, I take two eggs, and they have different storylines and characters and everything. And I will, uh, you know, just smash them together. And whichever egg breaks is the egg that loses. And then the other egg gets markings to show how, how many eggs they've defeated. Um, we've had some, some long streaks of one egg, you know, outlasting six other eggs. Uh, and they all have little characters and it's kinda funny. Some of my friends and other people on social media like it, so I think I'm gonna put it on YouTube. I was actually gonna talk to you about it. What do you think about me using the striped sweater YouTube just to put it on? I mean it's not a very uh producted thing, you know, it's just kinda me doing it in my kitchen, but it's I think it's kind of interesting. That's fine. And it's fine. It's the only that. sport in existence. Right now. So, yeah, yeah, then I will put it on our YouTube, and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. So, um. I did want to say that if the fans can't tell that this one is being done while practicing social distancing uh, from the safety of our own studios, although you, you're still working in with the public... At yes. this point. Yes. This, as of today, I mean, this is... uh, Holy shit. Two, it's over two weeks of quarantine. I mean, not full quarantine. We've been locked down for like a week,
1: right? Quarantine, spelled C-O-R-N-T-E-E-N. Yes. Quarantine.
0: Yeah, it's a type of teenager that... Uh, grows out of the ground and is made of corn
1: i just saw a thing on facebook or something it was like a compilation of people spelling it like that on twitter like obviously uneducated people that's insane and now i say it like that i i say it that way on purpose and it's funny because you can't actually tell the difference if you say it right quarantine yeah no one's like did you just say quarantine like it still sounds like i'm saying the right word so it's funny (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
0: I think I've mentioned it before, but one thing Rooster Teeth showed me is that it's really funny to go on Twitter and look up the word defiantly and see how many people use it thinking that's the word definitely. Yeah. And it makes them sound so dumb because it's like, "Oh, I am defiantly going to go get my nails done." And it's like, "Uh, I don't, you know, what's so defiant about that?"
1: Yeah. It's you're gonna funny to see go in and demand to have them done.
0: Yeah, so uh, we should kind of speed round, I guess, some other things. Uh, Animal Crossing, right? Animal Crossing is going really well for A- us. AC,
1: AC, N H.
0: Yeah, I just got my second bridge now. Wow! Enjoying, you're, you're really jamming. I'm enjoying playing it with my girlfriend. She's never really played games a lot, and uh, she's really into it, and we're playing it together uh, oh, a lot of times, you know, on the same Switch and on the same screen.
1: So cute.
0: Yeah, and then just I just wanted to say this Nook Miles thing is very Animal Crossing, and it's very much like the next thing that, that when it came out, it was like, oh, of course that's a thing. Why hasn't this always been a thing? You know, giving reward to these what seem like labor you know minor little things to make the to either experience new things or catch different insects or right you know or even just planting trees it's like it
1: makes all these finally have some meaning
0: more than just looking
1: nice everything has a tally pretty much even like chopping down trees and placing furniture and everything, like, has a tally oh, that, yeah. that can earn you, uh, shit, which is pretty darn cool, and, uh, yeah, um, I don't know, I seem to be a little bit behind, uh, other people, at least from what I can see on Twitter and stuff, uh, in Animal Crossing, but that's okay, it's really, it's not, it's, it's not, not a race, meant to be, like, uh, yeah, uh, and I- yeah, a I game don't think it's that everyone of... experiences the same way. So, but like, I
0: am definitely on the side though that I think it's better played this way than people who do time skipping. I think that the daily progression and the uh, the sense of like getting like every day getting better and then seeing your final product of what's you know your town and house and everything. Right. I think that's way better.
1: That's what the game's really all about. I've never done time skipping. I just don't care to really um and yeah it's just I mean that's not like what the game is like designed to be like you know like it's not supposed to be like a collect everything as fast as you can type of thing which right, if you want to play it that way that's fine I'm just saying like that's not what anyone had in mind when they made the game so yeah it's like
0: the everything happening like
1: one day at a time I think is really great yeah, I mean, that was the big gimmick with it uh, originally, was that it never, you know, it never stops. Like, the game continues playing. It, that's how they marketed it in the GameCube era. It was yeah. like, the game never never stops. It keeps going even when you're not playing.
0: <laughs> exactly, that's so cool to think of. Um yeah, so yeah I've been playing uh, Warzone as well. I think a lot of people now are playing Call of Duty Warzone. You know, it's like the Fortnite Battle Royale version of Call of Duty now. It's free, I, I guess.
1: I don't know anything about it. I haven't heard about it.
0: Well, it's cross-platform. Like, a lot of people that I see have started playing it or are talking about it, and I've been playing it myself. Um, Dragon Ball Z Watch through. I've gotten a lot further now that I don't have to, like, get up and go places, or that I can't, rather. So I meant like, in, the th- like, the Cell saga, where Cell's about to go after the androids for the first time. Mm-hmm.
1: So you so mo- that's, moved that's right good. along.
0: Yeah, pretty far. Because before this, I think he just went Super Saiyan in, like, the last episode I talked about it.
1: Yeah. So what's in between Cell and Frieza, like...
0: Uh, uh, after Frieza, you know, they all go oh, back well, it's to the,
1: it's the actual Android saga before that, right? Or
0: well, it's so the Frieza saga continues with the King Cold saga. You know where Frieza is coming back with King Cold, and yeah. they're going to, uh, but also in between and there Trump's is, comes. yeah, the return of Garlic Junior. Um, the one where Goku and Piccolo get their driver's license. Mm -hmm. which is a great episode Um, and then there's that essentially is Trunks followed by Frieza coming and then Goku returns and then they train for the androids and blah blah blah
1: but yeah the Cell Saga is preceded by the android saga right yeah yeah okay cool yeah it would be fun to watch all that again it's been so long for me
0: Oh, I also wanted to say, Dave, the Little Dicky show, is really good, and it's on Hulu. You should definitely watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Casper. I think that just about does it. We've gone on a long time. I just feel like a lot has happened recently that I just wanted to bring up while it's happening. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um. And yeah, this episode will come out soon, so this week right so it'll be very topical okay you got to get out of here dude you're causing way too much trouble
0: the time from this episode being recorded to the time that it's going to come out is how long it took that one fish to make the potato salad three days
1: Mm -hmm. be ready zach (laughs) aye aye alex
0: and we're back with the nasty patty.
1: Oh wait, it's just called Nasty Patty, isn't it? Yeah, but it does say uh The Nasty Patty on Amazon Prime, I think. That's it it does have the word the there, but not on the actual title card or anything. Leave it in. So, yes. This episode was uh Aired on March 1st of 2002, which was exactly 18 years ago in one month essentially Yeah, uh, not exactly. I mean but pretty, essentially pretty close though. right. Uh,
0: actually when this airs it will be... yeah,
1: that's what I'm saying. Wow. I did look the look math you. Uh, storyboard, Monster, Man. storyboard directors on this one were Paul Tibbett and Kaz, Frankie Kazarian. Uh, Suicide. Yeah. <laughs> storyboard artists were Carson Kugler, William Reese, and Mike Roth. It was written by Paul Tibbett, Kaz, and Mark O'Hare. With animation director Tom Yasumi and creative director,
0: I didn't see, I didn't pay attention to it. I don't know who it was. It was the
1: I have no guesses. The smelliest man, <laughs> uh, mm. on dry land named Dan. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> No. No? Um, then what is his name? I gotta know. It's Derek I Of course, it's smelly. Yes. He's smelly because he doesn't like taking showers or baths. But he does stay clean. Just yeah. smelly. Just smelly.
0: But in a good way.
1: Yeah, smelly.
0: Derek Drymon smells good. Yes. <laughs> yeah, somebody didn't finish this one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this episode does start on a dark and stormy night, uh, as the narrator was saying, um, and it starts with showing the, uh, the pineapp or not the pineapple, the, uh, the island, the Bikini Atoll,
1: the island. hashtag lonely island,
0: yeah, that is, you know, it's very dark and the water's very, uh, rough. It's raining. Yeah, that as well. Uh, and it's you know so it's a real shot of that island, and you know it looks like there's a horrible storm going on. Yeah. And it reminds the narrator of the time that Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob thought they killed the health inspector. <laughs> and then he like laughs. Uh. Oh, evilly. what a tale. Right, but he's like, oh, look at this Oh, it just reminds me of that time Just brings it up in casual conversation Remember that time they almost got away with murder? <laughs> yeah And uh, obviously this story then has to be in the past Of whenever this happened Because, you know, the narrator's looking back on it The whole thing is a, like a big flashback
1: Yes, the whole episode is a flashback From the narrator's point of view Right. And, wh-
0: and while it must have happened on a dark and stormy night, it begins on a bright and sunny morning as they show um, and at Miss, the
1: Krusty Krab. Mr. Krabs is in his office taking a bath. Uh, in money. yeah, Just full of money. And we see
0: a health inspector uh, pull up to the restaurant, get out, and we can tell that he is one based on his tag that says health inspector his badge
1: yes and uh, Mr. Krabs can smell him uh, so that's kind of a callback to the smelly smell that smells a little bit he can smell things yeah. from far and, away
0: and a health inspector is something important that he needs to recognize the smell of so of course he has he can just tell when somebody is a health inspector even if he's never met them Indeed. He's a great judge of character, that
1: Krabs. Yeah. Uh, so, he uh, pa- panics and says, Wash your hands. Clean the floors. Change your underwear. And I just realized that's funny based on another line that's said later in this episode. The change your underwear one. The health yeah. inspector is here. And uh, Spongebob and Mr. Krabs are hiding in the kitchen, looking through the order window, which I just realized it's kind of funny. Uh, Squidward's not here. I oh, understand. yeah.
0: I was, I was waiting to bring it up. He's not here at all. The whole episode. He doesn't appear once. Yeah. And they're in the middle of a health inspection. Right. You know, I wonder if they, they told him to go home or something or, uh, you know, he was sick. I don't. I don't know. But well, it's just funny. You know, because, nobody's taking
1: orders. Uh, right. They're or running these, the food out. There are these episodes where one of them is not at work, SpongeBob or Squidward, and it's like, I don't know. We never see was, what the restaurant is like during those episodes. We just see shenanigans that happen. Right. Uh, you know, outside of the whole thing. But it's like it's just weird because. How does the restaurant function when one of them isn't there? Like, because they always make it a big deal. Like, they make it a big deal when SpongeBob gets to run the register. So he's obviously not running the register and cooking. Yeah, and and Krabs Like, he's
0: usually a part of whatever's going on elsewhere. So he's usually missing as well. Yeah. But also, he doesn't do anything. We've never really seen him do anything. Even when Spongebob had to leave, he was like, oh, well,
1: Squidward will take the grill. Yeah, right. Um, But, yeah, so... uh, Right, they're in the
0: kitchen looking out the window, and Krabs is explaining that if there's one health violation, that the health inspector will close them down for good. And they have to do everything that they can to make sure that the Krusty Krab passes.
1: Indeed. Indeed. SpongeBob
0: uh, not worried at all. And he tells Krabs that there's no need to worry because the Krusty Krab is the most perfect place in the universe. And his eyes yes. get all big, you know, he has this great affinity for the Krusty Krab. It's his favorite place
1: with his um, favorite food. Mr. Krabs remarks that SpongeBob really hasn't got any brains at all, has he? <laughs> And tells him to go out and give him what he needs. Uh Krabs speaking to SpongeBob says, Give him what he needs, pour on the charm, sweet talk him. And And SpongeBob is uh he's a man who knows how to sweet talk. He he knows exactly what that means as he approaches the health inspector and th- who is uh sitting down at a table um it's just kind of weird he just came in and just sat down at a table i don't know uh overanalyzing it's a seat yourself
0: i guess where they come get you which isn't usually how it is right maybe because usually they go up to squidward and order their food but right
1: this is a different day for some reason so spongebob asks him what can i get for you handsome. He like thinks about it for a second and is <laughs> yeah. like, "Yeah, I'll call him handsome." <laughs> and Krabs uh face claws himself. We're doomed. Face claw. Yeah. Yeah. Um and the inspector asks for one of everything on the menu. He's very serious. Yeah. And SpongeBob is like Uh, jogging backwards toward the kitchen is like excellent choice my darling
0: (laughs) right he's just trying he's he's trying to take the guy home yeah and pass this you know he's trying and he means necessary to excite him yeah Uh, because everybody knows that food tastes better
1: when you're erect and he comes (laughs) back and he's like He wants one of everything. And then he says, Mr. Krabs is like, then we'll give him a smorgasbord. And there they, he has one handy and the future of the Krusty Krab is at stake.
0: Right. So then we get a little bit of them going back and forth, uh, just shoving things into this guy's mouth. And, uh, we get to see all the interesting food that the Krusty Krab is
1: selling now. The Krusty Krab hidden menu. Right, which starts with the crusty kelp dog, and the buttered barnacles are a touch of heaven. Hoo <laughs> hoo! And SpongeBob says that the
0: powdered driftwood is exquisite as he shoves it into the guy's mouth. Yeah, powdered
1: driftwood. Right, it's kind of a weird thing. I wonder right. what that would be.
0: I d- I feel like peppermint bark is kind of similar, just because like bark and driftwood, but it it's definitely but why would it be powdered
1: that's the thing yeah nothing you you don't eat anything (sighs) that's just like a powder (laughs) like donuts just just by itself powdered like it has powder on the outside of it oh like a powdered donut i see yeah i was thinking like powdered like made into a made of powder yeah yeah huh interesting but then there's also fle- fresh sludge pudding which always they, best when you eat it fresh which goes down great with uh, some diet red tide yeah which I guess is like a like a, a red s- Dr. A, Pepper a soda pop yeah well it's, it's yeah I mean well we know that we know of diet Dr. Kelp and now we have diet red tide
0: right They definitely are pushing the diet drinks. Yeah. And then crabs at the end gives, he gives him some
1: fried flotsam. Yeah. Which we looked up and that is like debris from a shipwreck. Yeah. So, I mean, it's,
0: it could just be the name, you know, but it's not a very catchy name and who knows what it's made out of. We've also never seen any of this on the menu. But they're giving it all to the guy and he's just like please gentlemen and his mouth is full and he just swallows it all it's like let me leave me to finish my work in peace and he has a pen and he clicks it but then instead of a pen tip a fork comes out of it which is like it's too big to yeah it's like a solid piece it wouldn't fit back in there it would have to retract somehow it would have
1: to be a very wide pen yeah uh for that to re- work in real life I bet they do have something like that though that you can No, just put I in assume your that like
0: the way it would have to work though is the two arms would have to like come out and then as you push them in they would collapse in on each other. Uh, Does that make sense? It would just be a little bit more
1: uh mechanical. I guess. Yeah. Um So he right then it cuts and, to him and exactly. he he belches and he's eaten everything
0: and at this point he doesn't look serious anymore right he looks like like he's just full and very happy with his food you know he looks like he's drunk on yeah like, gluttony
1: <laughs> yeah he, and uh, SpongeBob takes notice of this of of his fullness. And asks him if the voluptuous inspector enjoyed his meal.
0: And then he gets all serious again and uh, writes on his clipboard. He's, like, taking notes on it, it seems. So far, so good. I just need to try a plain Krabby Patty and my inspection will be finished. So, what do you know? The one thing that they didn't give him yet was their biggest selling point the first plain Krabby Patty
1: the first thing they should have gave them probably right
0: (laughs) and also health inspectors don't eat all the food that's not really a thing that's not
1: what they do right
0: (laughs) right they look more for like to check that your rat traps and stuff are you know in line and that you're taking good precautions with food not just seeing if it tastes good right (laughs) yeah
1: yeah which is kind of funny and maybe leads crabs to suspect something about him later, but right. uh, SpongeBob comes back to report. He, he just needs one more Krabby Patty and he'll pass us, which we were, which is not what the health inspector said at all but that's what SpongeBob took it as.
0: He just said, it'll be finished. He didn't say that they would pass.
1: He hasn't even been in the kitchen yet to do his inspection shit.
0: (laughs) Right, he hasn't even seen Mr. Krabs, the guy (laughs) who owns the place, (laughs) because he's been hiding in the kitchen.
1: That's so funny. He's, like, too afraid to even, like, talk to the guy.
0: (laughs) He's nervous. He just watches from the kitchen window.
1: Yeah, like a little bitch. Uh...
0: (laughs) So Krabs is like, he picks him up. You know what this means, dear boy. We're in the clear. Woohoo! And they're, they're all celebrating and they're dancing and then they're doing leapfrog with each other. And then, uh, then they get on like dresses with, you know, poofy under legs or whatever. And they're doing the can can. Yeah. Very classic can can
1: dance. The can can. Um, right.
0: It seems like a lot of. Cartoons enjoy putting a can can in, even though it's not a thing that we see a lot in real life. I guess just because it's maybe it's visually pleasing and it's just a different way. Like there's only so many ways you can show excitement. Yeah. Like well, this I guess we'll do the can can. Right. You know. Kick
1: your legs up in the air. bam 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 bam. And it's very it's very memorable. You know. The can can is a Detroit favorite as well. With the rockets
0: and the rocket launchers
1: and the sham rockets and the did Houston you, rockets. Did you ever see the ro- rockets when you were young or anything? No, I did not. Oh, I did. It was like definitely live? yeah. It was definitely like a uh, a memorable thing for sure. Like, but it's like it's when your pee first got hard. It's like so. It is like it's like one of those things when you're young and you're like, I don't know why I like this, but I but I really like it, like because it's just like legs everywhere, like just flailing around, like hundreds of them, you know? Yeah, (laughs) it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh,
0: as they're can canning, we get the news fish. We interrupt this can can for a special news bulletin, which is just (laughs) great. It's another classic case of uh, the television speaking directly to the characters involved and you know kind of setting up some of the plot uh and being used as a tool like that like it's very specific for everyone else you know the only other thing they could do is if they were showing a can can show and they paused it to show this bulletin otherwise it doesn't really make sense for most people who are getting the same bulletin
1: otherwise it come it comes off as the tv can see them (laughs) you know yeah that's like exactly kind of and uh is that the joke
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so then uh this news is so important that it has to have its own you know special interruption And what it is is to be on the lookout for a man who's been passing himself off as a health inspector in order to obtain free food. That's all for now. So he's just like, hey, everybody has to know right now that there's somebody trying to get free food out there. Would you believe that? Everybody in the world
1: needs to know. Interrupt the broadcast right now. (laughs) Yeah. We need to... Put me on the air. The people need to know...
0: Yeah, because it's very dangerous that this guy's out there trying to get free food. Krabs starts getting
1: pissed and he screams, free food! Well, he doesn't like giving anything away for free. Right. And he, Spongebob's sweet, innocent boy says, maybe we ought to tell our guy about the phony imposter. And Krabs takes a big dig into Spongebob
0: and calls him a, a loony loofah takes a Just big be- fat
1: shit on his
0: chest right he's a sponge he's not a loofah how dare you but he's yeah. like he is the imposter um so Krabs immediately thinks this guy is screwing us and spongebob's always the like "Woo, well good thing you know that guy's not around us always naive but also always uh you know believes in people
1: yeah sees the good in everybody yeah and and this is a great thing here where it's we've been duped duped, duped. bamboozled we've been smeckledorfed that's not <laughs> I, even
0: a word and i agree with you
1: i don't know why that's so funny like the timing of it because right you like expect <sighs> it SpongeBob to get bigger. to repeat what he says but then he just comes up with his own one which is like funny
0: Right, or that they're trying to, like, make it bigger and bigger. Like, duped is one thing, but also bamboozled. And he's like, we've been smackledorfed, you know? And Krebs is like, right, that's not a thing, but we are because this guy has hurt us so bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's just Um, so mad. And it's, you know, SpongeBob's known for making up
1: words. Yes. Uh, So they're now looking at the health inspector through the window in a different kind of way in like a creeping kind of way rather than like a scared i don't want to be seen kind of way right and they're like look at him i bet he never changes his underpants which is just funny because he told everyone to change their underwear at the beginning of the episode so that they would pass so apparently that's something that it that the health inspector does check for is everyone is wearing clean underpants or it's at least something that matters to Mr. Krabs yeah
0: because he's um, like oh he probably never changes his even though we know Krabs sends his underwear off in envelopes to the laundry to the the dry cleaners yeah Rem- when Squidward got that underwear instead of the check yeah. An meager restitution. Um, right. But yeah, the guy's just, you know, he's just sitting there, uh, you know, cleaning his mouth off and drinking and picking his teeth with a toothpick. But they're like talking shit about him, right? Because then SpongeBob says, I bet he bites whale bubbles. Like, what does that even
1: mean? Yeah. What I was thinking about it. Say. So a whale bubble, I guess, like with. I don't know. That's a thing. Because it would be. A whale bubble would have... Would be like a big... A big bubble of oxygen. Um So I don't know. It's like... uh It's like something that a lowlife would do, I guess. I don't know. That's like what they're trying to say. But it kind of makes sense, I think. I don't know. Right. It'd be like right. the equivalent of like huffing paint or something. Like inhaling something you're not supposed to inhale. Um... I, and then yeah, I love this one. Uh, I bet his mom bought him that hat. <laughs> like, like what right. a fucking little bitch! He doesn't even buy his own hats.
0: And it's like a, it's like a fedora. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like a Stanzo.
1: It's it's a Stanzo brand fedora. They're nice.
0: <laughs> right. So you know, like that makes him less of a person too. Like, screw this guy.
2: Wait, wait. Ben Meckledorffed. That's not even a word and I agree with you. Look at him. I bet he never changes his underpants. I bet he bites whale bubbles. I bet his mom bought him that hat.
0: Then we, uh, we see the beginning of this guy, their plan to, uh, make the worst burger you've ever seen. Yeah. As he says, you're dancing with a crab man now. And he tells, uh... Well, this is as he's pouring globs of volcano sauce, which is what the bottle says. Not like the hol- uh, the Taco Bell volcano sauce. But mm, he says, right. join me, boy, or you're fired. So now he's going to fire SpongeBob if he doesn't help him make this.
1: But SpongeBob does kind of start off the way we would expect him to, saying it doesn't seem right.
2: But it feels
1: so good. But it feels so good as he holds up a bottle of seahorse radish. Which, of course, it would be like horseradish. And he puts some on the, uh, the burger and says, Seahorse radish, the gnarliest stuff in the ocean. Yeah. Which I love. Gnarly pounders. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, Which is, I don't know, that's a thing. Because, like, horseradish or seahorseradish would at least be still considered food. But then Mr. Krabs, like, takes it all the way to the gross level next. Although, think of, like,
0: hot sauce and horseradish mixed together. It would be a lot for your body to handle, for sure. Yeah. But, right, Krabs says, Hold on, I've got a jar of toenail clippings in my office. And... Why does he? He doesn't have toenails. The only person we've seen that has toenails is SpongeBob.
1: Yes. Right. Mr. Krabs does not have toes. Unless there's little nails, or nails. at the end of his nubs. Right. That we can't see. <laughs> um, but yeah, so toenail clippings, and then it goes straight to the bathroom. Oops, I dropped it in the toilet. And then Mr. Krabs comes in and he's like, well, fish it out and I'll dry it with me gym socks.
0: Awful. They're just Yeah, they make this so bad.
1: So it's going to be spicy and like sour. And sweaty. <laughs> and sweaty. Yeah.
0: So then they show an image of it and it's like the the grossest thing ever. There's things that kind of look like. Cheese that's also growing like mold or something. And yeah, patties got, are white. And... It's
1: got stuff growing off of it. But I did say that this or uh, er, this illustration reminds me of specifically "Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs" the the, the picture book, which f- on which the the movie is based. But um, it's definitely like I don't know. There's something about the way it's illustrated that is like a specific style of like an older uh it's like an older style of drawing at least that's what it reminds me of i think it's interesting but yeah it's a it's a it's kind of a cool looking even if it's gross it's kind of a cool looking shot because it's like a weird bizarro patty right Um, it's just awful right looks like like the
0: worst thing ever
1: it's like the opposite of when they do a close-up of a Krabby Patty, and it like looks magnificent.
0: And it looks like it has pimples on it. Yeah, it's yeah. It's so bad. On, like, and the bun. Yeah. Also, they can't be near it without clothespins on their noses. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how Crab's nose works, because there's no nostrils, but uh, they both have them like, on the ends of their noses, too. Like, Spongebob's, I don't think, would even cover, because his nostrils would most likely still be open. <clears throat> yeah. but they are, you know, they're just on the ends of the nose, so it's
1: kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I've always thought... I, I, I feel like it would make sense for his nostrils to be at the end of his nose, but you you think otherwise.
0: Right. I mean, there's been different cases, like in the Something Smells episode, he has nostrils that are, like, at the base of his nose, but then when they're... Uh, trapped in sandy's dome in the winter uh he has icicles coming from like almost the like definitely the last quarter of his nose right and he says that they're you know coming out of his nostril so either way but still it's you know they can't be basically they just can't be around it because it smells so bad yes spongebob says i call it The nasty patty. So they're laughing at how funny this is gonna be.
1: Um, and then just then the health inspector is like getting a little demanding. He's like, "Hey, hurry up with that patty!" Right. He's got places to be. SpongeBob comes out and he goes, "Here you are, sir. Enjoy." And he like runs. Here you are, sir. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh right, okay. He says it like that. That's right. Yeah. And And um, and right, the health inspector doesn't even notice that it that it looks bad or smells bad, um, as he is like, oh, "Hello, delicious. Come to Papa." Which right, and it doesn't which look... is what you say when you're <laughs> about <laughs> you're... to eat something. <laughs> yeah, that um... looks good. <laughs> It doesn't
0: look as gross because, you know, there's just not as much detail in a shot like that, but it still looks awful. And he doesn't seem right. to notice. Yeah. And, uh, but right before he does a fly flies directly into his mouth. Yeah. He stuck like in his, opens throat.
1: his opens his mouth to like take a big bite and right yeah. then is when the fly goes in. Right.
0: Right. So he starts choking and it's clear that he's choking on the fly and then crabs can hear it and he's like, Oh listen, he ate it. Oh and then they yeah. both look out and he's like, Oh, look at him choke. <laughs> yeah. They're both laughing. Look at him suffer. Like, yeah, what the is heck? Great. Why this why is so are they good. laughing at this? Uh yeah, and like Because they think this guy's getting free food, like they're laughing at a man.
1: He like should dying? He, deserve, he deserves to die, basically, is is what they're saying. Um, Right,
0: I think that maybe they think he's like, "Oh, look, he just hates it so much." Not that he's gonna die. Maybe right,
1: he's gonna have the most awful stomach ache later. This is hilarious. Like, (laughs)
0: listen, he ate it. Oh, look at him choke! Ah! Ah! Look at him suffer! Ah! (laughs) And also, like, yeah, I don't know. You would definitely fail if the guy was real, right? If he ate right.
1: this. Um, right. So the health inspector uh, is trying to, I don't know, he, he's trying to, like, stop choking, I guess. And uh, he Ready, slips he on, on some condiments and bangs his head on the table. And he is out cold. And the, and the table, whole... like, breaks off to the Yeah, the, the top. tabletop. And the fly flies out of his mouth. At and so point. he
0: didn't he didn't bite the burger at all, right? He left it right. on, and it must have fell in the whole ruckus. Um, but they're still laughing; they think it's hilarious, and it reminds me of this Netflix show I've been watching called The Hundred Humans, where they do these different experiments and use a hundred different people as the, uh, you know, the amount of people who they do the experiments on. And they have one where they show all these fails and stuff of people getting hurt. And they show it to one group with no music, and they're all like, ooh, oh, you know, and they, they find it pretty disturbing. And then they show it to another group with a laugh track, and everybody was, like, laughing along with it. And they found it, you know, they found that it was actually funny. So this is kind of one of those times, I guess, where they're just, like, both laughing. So it, it seems funny not realizing, you know, it's just
1: a human thing. We just don't realize how bad something actually could be, perhaps. Right, it is funny that just reminded me of like uh, Tosh Point zero back in the day, like yeah, watching that, you would like see people like nearly die on that show, but everyone is laughing about it. So you're just like, oh my god, that's fucking hilarious! That guy like broke his leg right in half. Oh my right. god! Right, but then like... you watch
0: it on Scared, and it's like, holy shit! Yeah, you know, you see like... a guy get his nutsack ripped open, and they're shoving meatballs <laughs> back in it. <laughs>
1: cake batter up his dick hole
0: (laughs) yeah so the guy's knocked out the fly leaves his mouth (laughs) and as they're laughing the the tv fish comes back on we interrupt your laughter at other people's expense to bring you this news flash so again he's talking right at them he says uh the fake inspector has been captured here's a picture of him and it shows a picture and it's of a guy who looks like he's you know, a huge guy with who like just got out of jail perhaps. And he has like stubble. And I think he has black around his eyes and everything. And uh, the
1: the prototypical uh, criminal.
0: Yeah. looking Guy. And uh, (laughs) so he makes sure to mention. If a health inspector
1: comes to your restaurant and he's not this guy, he's
0: real. So yeah, that was the only fake health inspector in the world right now so if anyone else is there it's uh he's got to be real
1: yeah in case you decided to try and kill the the guy thinking he was the imposter uh just so you know that you don't have to do that <laughs> don't right kill i don't him. <laughs> think
0: at this point they have tried to kill the guy perhaps but they definitely <laughs> tried to play a mean joke yeah right they
1: tried to give him a, a bad tummy ache
0: SpongeBob definitely doesn't realize cause he just, he audibly says, whew, that's a relief. Huh? Mr. Krabs. It's like, you know, I'm sure our guy will understand if we explain the situation and then we'll have a good laugh about it. You know, so they're going to say, Hey, we thought you were trying to get free food. So we tried to, you know, make the worst food possible and you choked on it. You know, that's what he expects this, how the, he expects it to go down.
1: Right. And, uh, Mr. Crabb says, I don't think he'll be laughing, boy. Why, sir? Because that Patty killed him. And they both look and see that he's dead on the ground. Yeah, it's um, like,
0: ah, and then they yeah. look
1: ah. Oh, yeah, right. Uh,
0: right. And then this turns into a whole, it just like, the whole thing is just quick talking and backpedaling and pointing fingers yeah, you know, SpongeBob's like, Mr. Krabs, what are we going to do? Oh, what's this wee stuff? You fed him the tainted patty. Looks like it's the stony lonesome for you. Great. But great you told little, like, me to give it to, to him. him.
1: Yeah, stony right. lonesome. Yeah, Worth he's it.
0: like, well, you could have talked me out of it. <laughs> and SpongeBob, of course, you know. <laughs> takes crabs, the blame. Krabs, no, no matter what, you know, he doesn't. Uh, he's not going to admit to doing anything wrong so he's like Spongebob is the one he's like you're right Mr. Krabs I'm guilty I'll never survive in prison i will mop up the floor with me and it's funny because he's a sponge so they right, actually right. could mop up the floor with him They would and it would li- be good
1: literally use him as a tool <laughs> yeah
0: and then he grabs him he's like get a hold of yourself boy and immediately Krabs gets on to the like we're gonna figure this out You know, we got to get rid of this body before anyone sees it. Got to take it out and bury it instantly. That's what he says. They don't check on him. Make sure he's okay. They're like, he's dead. We got to get rid of him. Otherwise, we're going to jail for killing him. That's the situation going on in this child's television show.
1: Yes. Uh, And it's still daytime at this point, right? I mean, it's not like. Correct. No, it's actually night. Yeah, I mean it'll be night really soon here, but it's uh, it's like it's just funny. There's nobody else in the in the restaurant uh to see this happen, you know. Uh, yeah, or nobody around walking by or anything.
0: They're gonna they're gonna make like Carol Baskin and feed him to a tiger.
1: Yeah, do you know about that? I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but I know everyone's talking about that show right now. Right, Tiger King.
0: It's amazing. Let's let's,
1: <laughs> let's do a Tiger King podcast,
0: dude. There's so much to it. You would be no so, idea.
1: We'd be so topical.
0: Your boy Matt Hagen just posted a thing earlier, like that he started watching it and had like a few things to say. And I was like, dude, you have no idea. Like, just keep watching before you say anything because it's about to get wild. It's just a yeah. it's a ride. It's just like that abducted in plain sight. Show did you ever right. watch that one?
1: No, I never did. But I the guy, about yeah, it. there's
0: like a guy who is like being really weird with this girl. He's pretty much like grooming her, and they don't know he's like having sex with this girl and uh, doing like a lot of weird stuff. And then somehow the dad like jerks that guy off in a car, and he's also sleeping with the mom. It's like what the every time you think it's like what a story. It's like What a story, Mark. You know, it's just worse. Oh, hi, Mark. Uh, Yeah, that's what that is. (laughs) What a story, Mark. (laughs) Right, so back to the Bob. Uh, Like you said, it was nice and uh, sunny out, and then it cuts to Krabs and Spongebob going up a muddy hill while Spongebob is dragging a body... (laughs) Like by the collar, he's kind of like holding it with his little bit of fingers as he can, and he looks so grossed out. He's like, "Oh, gross germs! It's all icky and corpsey." Yeah, because it's an icky corpse. That that's why. That's what happens.
1: Yeah, icky corpsey.
0: And he even sprays it with like Lysol. <laughs> Ew! And he he just keeps dragging it, and then he like starts dragging it with a tissue in between his hand and the shirt.
1: Yes, very topical right now. Yeah. Speaking also, of which what?
0: I was just gonna say it looks like I don't know if we can tell yet, but they are in a cemetery, right?
1: I don't think oh, so. Oh no, it's
0: not. I I always in my head picture it as a cemetery, but it's not. It's just No, a, it's just
1: uh, a random spot.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What were you um, saying about it being topical? Oh, because of the tissue and the disinfectant.
1: Yeah, all that. Yesterday there was a person who came in To the store with a, uh, a trash bag contraption that they made, like literally like a homemade like suit with like a mask, so they you could see their face and everything.
0: It was fucking.
1: It was fucking insane, dude. Everyone was like, dude, like, you got to go up front and see this. Like, this uh, this is so fucking crazy. That's funny. Because, like, that's there are people... Yeah, there are people wearing, you know, masks and, and gloves. Like, that's to be expected. But, like, this is, like, this person made a fucking suit. It's, like that is so fucking stupid I, I i don't like yeah i don't know what to say like you are insane i'm sorry like you are Have you an, been touching you are a crazy person directly how do you mean
0: you know like shaking hands or like hugs no or no high fives or anything not at all no no yeah. just
1: elbow uh, just a bunch of bros smashing bows you know yeah i got you yeah, no, not touching people. I do have to handle cash, but I do uh, use... I sanitize, like, yeah all, after every person I ring up, so... Well, good. Yeah. Hopefully
0: you'll stay alive long enough for season four. Or at least yeah. the movie. Um, yeah. So then uh, Krabs is like, you know, this is good enough. Basically, they're on top of this muddy hill. And so Krabs has... Doesn't he have, like, a lantern or something in his hand, too? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really remember. But there's, like, lightning and rain, and it's awful outside. And, uh, you know, he tells SpongeBob to get digging. So he, like, had SpongeBob grab the guy, drag him all the way over here. Now he's going to make him dig the hole and bury him. Right? Of course. What is Krabs doing? He's just an accomplice, I guess.
1: Yeah, just, uh, yeah, he does have a lantern. That's correct. Yeah. But, uh...
0: SpongeBob just instantly, yes, sir. And he starts digging a hole and he's like, uh, he's pretty far down already. And you hear the shovel hit something and Krabs goes, what's the hold up? There's a big rock in the way. Well, toss it out and get back to digging. Aye, aye, sir. And then he, uh, you can see him like lift this big rock out and he just tosses it back behind him.
1: Like an um, enormous rock.
0: Right. And he, so he just throws it down the hill, but Also, on that side, we see the health inspector who's like, huh, where am I? He's actually awake. He's alive. How great. Now they can stop trying to kill him.
1: He wakes up as the rock is in midair.
0: Yeah. And then the rock just hits him on the head. He gets like a big bump on his head and gets knocked out again.
1: Yeah. He's out cold.
0: And this is how they, you know, they get away with this whole thing. It's like. Hey, everybody, just so you're aware, we're going to keep reminding you periodically that this guy is actually alive. Like, right? otherwise, we're, you know, we're canceled or something.
1: Right, right. I'm sure it would be a legal issue if they actually killed him and tried to bury him. Like, that would not be allowed.
0: Can't have you thinking he's dead for too long. We have to keep you in on the gag so that way it makes... The audience, right. Or it makes SpongeBob and Mr. Krabs look like they're overreacting instead of, you know, trying to do this, you know, get away with a crime because it's not real, essentially. Because the guy's not dead, it's all a joke. That's what makes it a joke. Otherwise, if you look at it seriously, there are some horrible people who should go to jail anyways.
1: Yes. Uh so what is it? Uh they cut to uh, <laughs> Yeah, to him being to buried. him to him buried, uh and his head is just sticking out of the ground. The, right.
0: Well it, he, it shows the boys first and it says Krabs is like, something ain't quite right. And SpongeBob's like, What do you mean? And then it like pans out and he's like, His head's sticking out. <laughs> Like, he buried him standing up as if he was standing in the hole.
1: I know. It's such a funny way to bury someone, like, standing upright, vertically. Like, uh, and he's like, uh, sorry, Mr. Krabs. I thought he might need some air, which is like, I don't know. It's kind of a weird line. Right. And as
0: he's, like, putting more sand over to cover his head or dirt or whatever.
1: And, uh, right. Mr. Krabs said they don't, they don't need airs where he is going. They don't need air where he's going. And, uh, SpongeBob, the sweet, innocent boy is like, shouldn't we say a few words on his behalf? And, uh, Mr. Krabs is like, I mean, you <sighs> can tell he just wants to be done with it, but he's like, yeah, yeah I get I guess we should like, you know, he's like. Uh, he was a credit to health inspectors everywhere, and uh,
0: and then SpongeBob, what a brave man, <laughs> going into the line of duty like that. Why? And he's like wringing his hat. You know, he's like so uh, so distraught by it. What yeah, a brave right. Man. As a health inspector, you know, he was right on the front lines, taking on any horrible food that could have killed him. <laughs> right, but Krabs, you know, he's just like. Listen here, you little barnacle. No one and I mean no one can ever know about this. And then we see Krabs' true you know motivation. It'll be the end of you, it'll be the end of me. And worst of all, it'll be the end of me. Yeah. <laughs> right? You expect him to say like it'll be the end of you and me, and you know, and worst of all, you know, it'll be the end of the world of the crusty crab, but he's like no me, He's like, I'm the, the the worst thing is if anything happens to me.
1: <laughs> He's like, listen, you little bitch. Uh, you stitches, need to go out there. Stitches
0: get stitches.
1: You need to go out there and you need to make that shot, or else I'm gonna shove your head so up, far up your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll be where you'll have to wear yourself as a hat. <laughs> I was just watching that earlier today. So then,
0: uh, you know, Krabs basically. If I was SpongeBob, I'd be terrified. It's like this guy just made me, you know, bury this dead body. And if I do, if I turn on him, it, the same thing could happen to me. You know, I could be in a, a grave. But immediately, as Krabs is like, it'll be the end of me. Then we get a flashlight on them. Stop right where you are. I'm afraid we're going to have to arrest the two of you. And we see a cop. There's two cops in a car. And uh, Mm -hmm. SpongeBob's, like, holding on to Krabs. Mr. Krabs, I'm too young to go to jail. But he covers his mouth. And he's like, huh, and uh, what would be the charges? For not being at the Krusty Krab to whip us up a couple of delicious Krabby Patties. (laughs) You know, it's like a joke. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody's laughing.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're like... You, you guys know, we're all, we're all friends here. We're right, just we're just fucking joking. around, but we're yeah. hungry. Yeah, yeah, um, but we actually are hungry as shit, so... <laughs> right, so
0: uh, uh, he's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. Laugh, boy, you know, because SpongeBob's not, and he's just like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at a time like this, how can he laugh? They're, forces him to laugh, right. The they police are, you know, meters away from getting uh, the evidence to put these two away, perhaps. Yeah. Uh,
1: but, yeah, uh, they're like, put that muddy shovel in the trunk and we'll give you a ride back. So, like...
0: Uh, but also, before that, right, we see it raining, and then we see the health inspector starting to, like... He actually gets undug up because of the rain and starts sliding down the muddy hill.
1: Indeed. During this, this time. And... Uh, SpongeBob is still fake laughing, and Mr. Krabs has to basically hit, hit, like, knock him so he'll stop. And uh, because SpongeBob just obviously can't handle the situation, but Krabs can. He's uh he's been around the block a few times, clearly.
0: Right, and really they have nothing to worry about because the cops are like, hey, you know, just get rid of that muddy shovel. They're not like, hey, what are you what are you doing out here digging?
1: So it's this like, is kind of funny, right? Yeah. The muddy shovel is one thing, but also then we'll give you a ride back. So how did they get out there in the first place? They exactly. just walked with the dragging, health inspector, they dragged dragging the whole him way. behind them, right? Like that's pretty weird. Uh, yeah. but anyway, so Mr. Krabs gives SpongeBob the lowdown as they are uh going to put the shovel in the trunk so they're like away from the cops they can like yeah. have a second to talk and he's like we're just we're just getting a lift back to the crusty crab i need you to stay calm don't lose your cool understand and then spongebob looks down and says can i lose my cool now and <laughs> and we find out why Krabs is
0: like why ah yeah they see the health inspector is now is down like, at their mm-hmm. feet
1: right at their feet perfectly. And he looks and dead then,
0: for sure and now he's and, muddy.
1: And what a great thing too. Put him in the trunk, boy. I'll keep the cops busy. So, <laughs> so listen, we're now going to Yeah. yeah
0: go. We're going to use the police car to take this dead body and bring it back to the Crusty Crab, right? Let's not leave it right here cuz all we have to do is get in the car and drive away, right? They don't even see the body. It's dark. He's like, "Yes, the best thing to do is to put him in the back of a cop car that we're going back to where we work and there's two cops here." What? Right. What <laughs> kind of world is this?
1: That's that's like ultimate like panic thinking. Like, "Oh no, the yeah. body." And he's like, "I'll keep him <laughs> uh, busy. Put it in the so, trunk." Yeah. <laughs> so that they
0: won't know. But he he doesn't, you know. Well, they're like, "What's the hold up back there?" And Crab starts uh just uh talking to him. Uh, While Spongebob is like, oh, Neptune, get away. And he's like, you know, he doesn't really want to touch the body, but he throws it in the trunk and he sprays some more disinfectant. And uh, he slams the trunk on the health inspector as he was waking up and you see it hit his head uh, and he gets knocked back out yet again.
1: Right. Right. Um, And then
0: he closes it.
1: Also, it's kind of funny the way, I guess, I don't know, because the way that the inspector slid down the hill, it was like he wasn't buried, standing straight up. It was like he was buried laying down, but with his head like propped up.
0: Right. It could. That's <laughs> what you would think, really.
1: So it's pretty weird, but yeah, he says, "All
0: set <clears throat> back here.
1: Nothing unusual about a muddy shovel in the trunk."
0: Uh, and, and
1: they, yeah, they get in and, uh, yeah, he's like, Spongebob is all weird and you can tell there's a a tension in the air and the female officer is like, you okay there little fella? And Mr. Krabs, of course, is there to speak for him. He gets car sick real easy. He
0: literally slides in like, you know, he doesn't move and he just kind of moves onto the screen from off screen. Right. right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and his eyes are all bloodshot, and he's got like a, just a, a panicked kind of look on his face. Yeah. But Krabs uh,
0: always, you know, quick on the draw. Oh, he gets car sick real easy. Like they haven't even driven, but he's car sick.
1: Right. And, right. He's he's just in the car, that, and now he's getting sick.
0: And there's a male fish and a female fish that are the uh, the two cops. We're gonna learn that one of them's Officer Nancy, but the other one I don't think we know his name at this point. But uh, the guy is driving, and he says, "Well, buckle up, and we'll drive real smooth." Like, and then I love this because the car it looks like an inchworm, you know, if uh, as it moves, so it kind of like arches up, and and then like zooms off. But it's, like, so fast that the whole car, like, bends up and then shoots out. So he's like, right. oh, we'll drive real smooth. Mm. And then he, like, turns on the frickin' lights and just takes off. Yeah, it takes off Because the whole time, their sirens are going off in the background, aren't they? I'm pretty um, sure they are.
1: No, he turns them on when they take off. Right, well, that's um, what I
0: mean, during the whole drive.
1: Oh, yeah, during the whole drive, yes. Uh, yeah, uh... So yeah, they now Mr. Krabs and SpongeBob have some some stuff to say to each other in the back. And right. he's like Krabs is had time to formulate a bit of a plan. When he when we get to the Krusty Krab, I want you to take that shovel and bring it around to the back entrance and stuff uh I mean <laughs> stow it in the freezer. Right. Understand?
0: <laughs> and he's like winking a lot right like, right eh, i eh, mean he eh, he's bling, literally
1: bling. winking right but um he's like i understand but what do you want me to do with the butt bo- <laughs> and, and mr he, grabs yeah, he co- <laughs>
0: grabs his lips bottles of soda bottles of soda same thing put him in the freezer
1: yeah I and love it's that. funny because
0: <laughs> so his claws are completely covering the mouth except his like his lips are coming out and then as they both like nervously laugh Spongebob's mouth kind of comes out in between Krabs' claw.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, so basically he's saying, you know, why don't you stuff that body in the freezer? And he's like, but Spongebob didn't pick up on it. That's why he's like, but the body... Nope, bottles of soda. Definitely trying to, you know, Spongebob is just losing it. He's going to ruin it all. Yes. So then we see... Yeah, we see them at the Krusty Crab and with uh,
1: uh, a neon sign. The the uh the uh actual uh crusty crab like sign, the the what is it? The seashell has like neon lights on it. And yeah. this is the only time ever, I think, that it's like that.
0: Right. Just because it's raining and everything, it's a cool look. But SpongeBob is going to the back door, dragging the body. So, you know, they must have all went inside, and SpongeBob's out here grabbing this body and shovel. Um, He's like, oh, this is so gross. And he looks, and the back door is locked. And he says it out loud, the back door is locked. What am I going to do? And the next thing you see, you know, Krabs is in there uh, cutting it up with the cops. They're all laughing about whatever. And you yeah. see SpongeBob walk up to the door with a gigantic hat on. Yeah, it's all lumpy <clears throat> and it's huge. It's like three times the size of him. We're to assume that he stuffed the health inspector's dead body into this small hat, but it expanded.
1: Yes. Um. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very. Uh, stretchy hat uh but yeah so mr crab sees spongebob at the front door uh he must have had to take
0: out his brick of lead before doing it that he usually keeps in his hat
1: right uh and yeah mr crab sees him he's like hey i thought you were uh back taking care of that shovel like he's kind of mad now and he's winking and twitching his eye Right, uh like it's double. so obvious. Yeah. Right, the the cops would be able to tell so easily, but they can't somehow. Uh right, so let's think of like- this
0: logically, right? Because SpongeBob even says, "Well, the back door is locked." So uh so if you were dragging a dead body in the back and the door was locked and you have to go to the back, wouldn't you just leave the body down, go unlock the door from the inside? Well, I guess there was no lock on the inside, because it was a padlock, so he would have had to go all the way back around again, but still, definitely the least conspicuous way to do it, but instead, now he definitely has a health inspector in his hat, and it's like sagging over, he's trying to like balance so he doesn't fall over, and he says, so if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go put my hat in the freezer now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like, uh, what? (laughs) What? Right. He's losing, uh, like he doesn't know where he's even at in the story anymore. He's like, we just have to like get through this whatever way we can. He doesn't know what he's doing. He never knew what he was doing. He doesn't handle all this pressure very well from the start. Um, so yeah, they're like, Hey, is that kid? Okay. And, uh,
0: Yeah, she's like, he's acting a little funny.
1: He's like, funny, yeah, he's a a real cut-up, that one. He he knows how to keep the crew in stitches. Good one, boy. Always on that one. Like, just like...
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's no off on his funny switch. You know, he's just being funny with...
1: He's so funny all the time. I'm just going to talk about how funny he is as long as I can. Uh, But then I
0: think he, like, hits the door, like, the frame of the door or something, and the health inspector falls off. You know, well, the hat falls off and, uh...
1: Yeah, and to distract them, Mr. Krabs opens like, yeah. oh, the register.
0: Yeah. Oh, you're oh I almost
1: forgot! Uh, yeah. It's open cash register night. First two customers get all the money in the cash register.
0: <laughs> right, and first of all, this is the same day, so they're definitely not the first two customers because the health inspector was there and there were other people eating.
1: Yes, uh...
0: And also nobody saw the guy die because I'm pretty sure there were people eating.
1: I mean, he was there for a while. So in theory, the, the right. people left. Um. So
0: yeah, he's like instantly he's, you can tell that he's running out of ideas because Krabs is not one to get away with or to give away money. And he's trying to now essentially bribe them to like, yeah. One, to distract them, but also to be like, hey, look how cool I am. You know, don't arrest me or anything. Don't look at right. any of this.
2: Ahoy there, SpongeBob! <laughs> I thought you were uh, back, taking care of that shovel! <laughs> well, the back door was locked, so I came around here. <clears throat> so if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna go put my hat in the freezer now. Okie dokie, SpongeBob! Is that kid
0: okay? He's acting a little funny. Funny, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's a real cut up that one. He knows how to keep the crew in stages. Good one, boy. Always on that one. There's no off on his funny switch. Hey, hey, hey,
2: hey. Oh, 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 stop it. Oh, yeah, you're killing me. Oh oh,
0: oh. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, oh, oh. Look, I almost forgot. It's open cash register night. First two customers get all the money in the cash register. <laughs>
1: Right, right, and just then the officer gets a, uh, gets a whatever on the walkie-talkie. Someone right. talk. Someone says something on his walkie-talkie, and he says, 86 those patties, crabs. We just got a call about two ghouls bearing a stiff over by Shallow Grave Road. <laughs> Which is, like, <laughs> funny on a lot of levels. Uh... But yeah, shallow grave road. That's uh, that's a good name for that road. Right. They they picked a good road to uh, bury that guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, shallow grave. Um, and also he says eighty six, which is, you know, it means like get rid of something. Right. You know, like, like fuck that, fuck those patties, crabs. We gotta go. These ghouls right so we're to assume that somebody called on the boys and yes called them ghouls and that they were burying a stiff which is also slang term for a dead body so he's like you know we we don't have time for those patties we got to go and the girl one is like uh the cop she's like hey i want a soda <laughs> you know he's just like, like oh, who- i want to at least get a soda before we go
1: Here's your soda. Always a pleasure to serve to the folks in blue. Right. It's like right behind (laughs) him. Right. He doesn't
0: ask her what kind or anything. He's like, here it is. Here's your soda.
1: Yeah. Maybe she wanted a diet Dr. Kelp or a diet Red Tide.
0: Who knows? They do have options, apparently.
1: Right. They Uh, also had orange soda in that one episode.
0: Yeah. She drinks it and then she like looks in the cup and she's like, oh, there's no ice. You know, she wants a cold drink. And Krabs is, like, twitching his face. He looks so nervous. He's like, ice? Ice? You, you want ice? Is that what you want? You want ice? You want? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and SpongeBob, again, slides on the screen looking, you know, mortified as shit. He, like, slides on, and he just goes, the dark deed you requested is done, sir. <laughs> so now we know the body's in the freezer. The cop wants ice. Krabs is like trying to assure her like it's ice that you want you know right
1: right he's like and she's just like "Uh, i'll get it myself we're all we're all bros here i can i can just walk in there right
0: right uh there's no pop machine or anything where they would get ice she's like she just goes you know i'm just gonna walk in the back where the employees go i'm just gonna get ice out of the freezer right ice is in the freezer right and she's like going to go back there what why would you do that? Why are you like, I'm going to go get my own ice from. Yeah. Mac. Also, the first time we've ever seen them have a. F- well, not the first time, but they don't always have a freezer back there. The only right. other time I remember is when Squidward got stuck. But that right, was a different right. one with like a a window in the door. And this one does not. It right. looks more like a like a big cold storage vault. Right. Um, Where the Krabby Batty vault should be.
1: Right. Realistically that's what the Krabby Batty Vault would be, it would be a, a freezer. Yeah. Uh, there but yeah. Uh he's like, There is no ice. There's never been any ice. There's never ice. Been is any ice is just a myth. Yeah. <laughs> so um,
0: he's trying to tell them like, Hey, you there's no ice. Ice is not a thing, it's ever existed. You sound dumb for even talking about right. ice, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, And so also, right, well, we'll get to where she... Basically, he doesn't have any ice, we're to assume at this point, right? Because he didn't give her ice. If there was ice anywhere else, he would have just been like, oh, no, I I keep the ice over here. Yeah,
1: I'll just get it for you, yeah. Right, right.
0: but instead, he's like, (laughs) "Uh, it doesn't exist, and there's no ice, because he knows that his ice is actually in the freezer. Right. Uh, But... The cop is like, Step aside. You people act like you committed a murder. She's like, Why you know, why are you acting so weird? I'm just gonna get ice. And then Krabs confesses. But of course he okay. confesses that SpongeBob killed him and he put he I, I confess
1: him. SpongeBob killed him. What? <laughs> you can't pin this
0: whole rap on me. <laughs> and he was just, insane
1: out of control he would have killed me too if he, if you two hadn't come along right.
0: it was all mr krabs's idea Krabbs, put him
1: down now he's a mad dog and SpongeBob goes
0: he wears curlers to bed <laughs> and krabs is like wait it's not what you think
1: that was the worst thing that either of them said. Like, right. Mr. Krabs doesn't even have anything to say back to he it. He killed He's like, the no, man. Well, no. it was his idea.
0: Well, he wears curlers to bed. He's like, no, no, I don't.
1: No! <laughs> Not my secret. <laughs> and it's like, what are you two talking about? Right. and then We just like, killed the health inspector. It's just
0: like when SpongeBob and Patrick were pointing fingers about the balloon. They were like, he did it, he did it, he did it. And then they're like... We both did it. You know, they both man up. We killed him and yeah. then stuffed his body in the freezer. Well, he says we killed him, buried him, and then stuffed his body in the freezer. Right, right. Which, you know, that Which wouldn't is make true. sense if they did fully bury him. But Right, so, but yeah. it is true. She's like, what? You mean in here? And then she opens the freezer and there's just like a little bit of water in there. So now we know that the Krusty Krab completely doesn't have any ice for some reason.
1: A freezer doesn't even work if there's water in there.
0: Right, that as well. <laughs> we're to assume it was left over from the guy getting up or something. And yeah. he was definitely wet and cold. And being in the freezer, he would have froze. It would have been awful. Yes. But they were trying to preserve his body so it didn't stink. Right. That's kind of yeah, I,
1: I guess yeah, right. Um, and
0: uh, but yeah, they're they're surprised. He's like, "It's empty." She goes, "Is this some kind of joke?" Yeah, a joke. <laughs> SpongeBob S- laughs too.
1: Say maybe he turned into a zombie and walked out. And, they all <laughs> laugh. and then that's when a zombie looking well. It's a silhouette. What looks, kind of. Yeah, what looks like a zombie to the the uh, unsuspecting police officers uh, comes up it's and like, oh. and SpongeBob is like, "Ah, it's the zombie!" Yeah, and uh, the inspector turns the lights on because the lights weren't were off, I guess, right. for dramatic effect, and that's why he and,
0: looked so daunting.
1: It's like you guys should oh, take
0: right. Yeah. Instantly. He, he, it's hit with an anchor right on the top of his head by the male fish. The cop
1: take it's, that you zombie.
0: <laughs> yeah. now he has like a big bump on his head and then office, the next one goes, uh, I'll take it from here. He just grabs a barrel and hits him on the head. Die zombie.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Die, zombie. Good police work, <laughs> uh, Officer Nancy. <laughs> it's funny, too, because it's like completely ass backwards. Like, these are complete idiot cops. Like, they got so lucky that they found the two stupidest cops ever. Right. Like, who believe in zombies and, like, just don't see all these clues, uh, clues that lead them yeah right like yeah they're just bad but that's why that's even funnier like good police work <laughs> yeah good you like know, we, that's we we work. did good it's, we did good today it's yeah police like, work
0: to just hit zombies on the top of the head you know that's what we were trained to do good job
1: but then he notices hey this guy's not a zombie he's just an ordinary health inspector <laughs>
0: and he's like yes and at the risk of being hit again i'd like to present you with this you know he looks fucked up but he he's holds got up a piece of paper, and we see that all that his inspection was is it says uh, the word pass on it and has a check. That's it. Yeah. So it's either pass or fail.
1: Yeah, well, that's, that is what he said at the beginning of the episode. If he finds one health violation, then they're closed for good.
0: Right, and after this guy has just been through hell, he's like, Oh hey, don't hit me again. You you guys pass. Please don't hit me. Just let me leave. I just want to go home. Yeah. Yeah. And he's you know he's not holding a grudge or anything. He's like, here you go. You guys pass. It's okay. Well,
1: he's been bonked so many times. He's almost like happy in a weird way. He's like smiling. He's like yes. Yeah, he's I'm like, very fucked up for being like, This is the hopefully head. <laughs> the
0: end of it, you know? Right, yeah. <laughs> and SpongeBob's like, hey, Mr. Krabs, look, we passed the inspection. And they all go, hooray. And then when we, I fell
1: over, <laughs> sorry, go ahead.
0: Uh, we get a weird thing, right? Where Krabs is like, come on, everybody, Krabby Baddies at half price. Well, not really. As they all walk out of the kitchen, right? So there's a few weird things going on, right? First off, I guess the cops are like, hey, we have time now because, uh, you know, it was just you guys that they called us on. So let's have Krabby Patties. Krabs is going to charge them for it, um, regular price. But then they all walk out of the kitchen, which is where you make the Krabby Patties. And so they leave the room, like, where are they going and who's going to make the patties? That's pretty important, right? Yes. Um, the health inspector crawls out like his arms, like go completely from back to front. Like he's swimming and he holds himself up and just goes, Oh boy, I'd like a Krabby Patty. The door (laughs) without anyone touching it just slams in his face. And then we see the, uh, the stormy water again. And the narrator's like, well, that's the story. Yes, they are all idiots. Aren't they? It's like (laughs) this poor health inspector. You like buried he, uh, him, like nearly killed him, and then he passes you and you guys leave him in the kitchen to go get Just leave
1: him there. That's what I was going to say. Like they don't help him up or be like, "Hey, yeah. like And in effect, okay? they let the door like, slam
0: in his face.
1: They're just like, "Uh, we'll just leave him in here and walk out." Maybe they're <laughs> he'll, thinking he'll let himself out. He's
0: going to make the patties. Like where are they getting them from? <laughs> he's the only one in the kitchen.
1: It's so ridiculous. My they God. are all idiots yeah
0: so this is okay because he wasn't really dead you know that's essentially the moral of the story um i don't know is there a moral uh know when you've taken a prank too far be honest uh
1: yeah. um i i guess it's just like uh yeah uh Never assume. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, there's no there's no way you can get away with murder. That's kind of a don't, lesson, I guess.
1: Don't test authority. I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. There's a lesson to be learned somewhere. But uh, I think it's another perfect episode. It has a great amount of humor, memorability... The animation of it was really well done with all the uh, weather effects and everything and the the close-up shots of the fish and the patties and everything. Um,
1: and, like, him sliding in on those occasions with yeah, his slides. Like, for that's sure. all well done for effect, you know? Uh, yeah, it's a really good one. Um, but, yeah, you know what? And maybe judging by the last line... Of the episode. Yes, they are all idiots, aren't they? That makes me think that maybe there really isn't a moral, and maybe that's their way of saying, like, yep, there's not really a moral here, just a bunch of idiots. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. It's uh, uh, definitely something, um, but a perfect episode in my eyes by far.
1: Yeah, I love this one. It really is a, a good one and definitely holds a special place in my heart after uh you know we watched it together and then kind of started doing this uh I'll always remember that just laughing so hard at the shit we were coming up with like analyzing this one yeah uh and uh
0: you know this the reason that I picked this to watch it in the first place was because I liked it so much and I was like hey let's watch this one
1: yeah for sure and it is a good one excellent
0: yes and while they may be idiots um everybody in the spongebob universe there's a special group of people that uh are certified to be not idiots and you know who those people are
1: those people would be our friends that support us on patreon patreon why don't you tell us about it (laughs) patreon is this super great website where you can go to support some of your favorite creators including us the striped sweater podcast uh we are available on patreon at the 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 link patreon.com slashed slashed striped sweater uh and on there there's a couple different uh tiers at which you can join the patreon uh of course you can give us one dollar a month and and uh that will get you that's our base level of support where you can become an honorary town rookie ooh fun and then for three dollars a month you can become an official goofy goober And you can sing the Goofy Goober song. And you can really mean it. And... When you're a Goofy Goober, you actually... Uh... Get a little special treat on each and every one of our episodes. Where we give you a personal shout out for how much we appreciate ya. So... Those gentlemen... the, The exclusive club of Goofy Goober's... Uh... Are as follows.
0: Jordan Lang. Now all you need is a box. Um and don't forget the second avalanche. It's Jacob Borth. Thank you, boys, for your support. You guys are very special boys. You real goofy goobers. And it means a lot to us. I just wanted to add on to it that, you know, right now we're in a very crazy time in the world and I understand not you know there's not probably a lot of people uh, using their disposable income on entertainment and things like this so we really appreciate you guys for sticking with us I know it's only a short amount of money or a small amount but it definitely means a lot to us and your continued support and uh you know we're fortunate enough to still be working in this time uh you know even though you may have lower hours right. or whatever and I'm being forced to take some PTO in some days and whatever nothing's perfect but we we're pretty lucky in this scenario to just financially be able to stay afloat so uh right you know if you are, if you like what you hear and you know you're just in a situation like that um we understand for any reason, not supporting us, and we definitely appreciate the ones who do so much more in these times um but either way, thank you everyone for for continuing to listen to us while we try to get through all this.
1: Yes, indeed, uh, hopefully we can provide a little bit of uh you know fun and enjoyment during these these times uh That's really you know. all all i can hope for right now with with everything um that being said though uh my my hours are pretty much the same luckily uh my my company has this thing under better control than the rest of the uh the grocery companies that i can tell luckily we are a little bit of a smaller uh you know there's, there's not that many Trader Joe's and in, in the, uh, in the world, not nearly as many as there are like Kroger or Meyer type places, or even like a Walmart or something like that. Right. Who'd think so, that s- the best one to trust right now would be a trader. Right. Uh, but yeah, like we're doing good. Our, our shelves are all really well stocked. Uh, I've been able to get food for my family and myself. No problem. Uh, so that's that's a pretty lucky thing right now too and hopefully really with this whole covid uh thing hopefully like i just hope that it 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 brings uh you you know a, a greater sense of community between human beings uh moving forward where there are people you know out in the world who 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 live like this every day and have no choice in the matter, you know? And, uh, I think that we are all a little bit humbled by this whole thing. And hopefully that, uh, means good things in the future. I hope just for, for humanity and, and things like, cause we've all had to change our lifestyle a little bit. Uh,
0: and it's just, you know, it's really just a reflection of what has been most important to us as a country you know, for the last, at least, I mean, for a long time, really. And that's money and, uh, you know, not giving people equal opportunities and, you know, chances with health care and stuff like that. And now it's coming back to bite us all. Uh, well, the
1: healthcare thing is crazy right now, too. Uh, like, more than anything, I feel like this is pretty much like good evidence that we should have some sort of universal health care here in america because the people there's people who are getting laid off or hours cut or you know what have you who aren't going to have access to their insurance mm-hmm. as a result and they need it now more than ever so it's like yeah, it's an it's an ass backward system, right. and This basically proves it. You and know? I
0: I <laughs> went on here and I talked about Bernie Sanders and some of the things that he was fighting for would have made this whole thing much better. You know, where we uh, we're the only or like, I mean, there's a list of so many different countries who give their citizens paid time off, guaranteed. We are not one right. of them. We don't give it to en- to the, anybody. So the only thing that we could do to to stop people from having to come in and forcing them to is to shut down all the businesses because people can't afford to take time off. We, every, everybody in this country is paycheck to paycheck. Like when you think of it, I mean, I was for a very long time and while I have some savings now, you know, it's just one incident away from yeah something. And look at the corporations that we're bailing out the big companies because they're essentially that they're like, we can't, afford to shut down. So now we're bailing them out huge amounts of money when it's like, but you expect different things from us. And that's just kind of the way that our system is set up. And then even this $1,200 check thing, I mean, if you look at it, that's about what minimum wage gets you. And I think we would get more if, you know, the minimum wage was more. Uh, Cause right. you know, they're literally giving us the minimum amount that you're allowed to make with a full-time job essentially right. it's just you know i think that uh, our system has been maybe needing something like this to make actual change but it just shows that we weren't ready and some places have been way better than it or dealing with it especially canada for one yeah while they don't have as many people or as much traffic it's still they've been handling it very well
1: yeah i mean right None, none of our systems in America are set up for any kind of panic like this. Yeah. And this isn't even as bad as it could be. I mean, imagine if it was like, I mean, we don't know yet, but I mean, you know, the thing I like to compare it to is the Black Plague, just because the Black Plague, you like if you got the Black Plague, you basically died within a week. Yeah, uh, no question. And there was a very, there's a very low chance that you would come back if you got it um and like half the population of the earth died you know uh and if that were to happen now like there would be there'd be no coming back from it in america like america would would fall complete like because it has no nothing in place yeah to to combat something like that and like we are living on planet earth like the the planet itself can kill us at any given time. Like we have nothing is guaranteed, but uh, in America, you know, I don't know. There's, there's, I don't even really know. I don't have like a, a a point to end it on. It's just uh, things are really messed up and this kind of shows how messed up they are. And that's the thing too, all, and I don't even want to like make it a political thing really, but the, all the, the people who are like, you know, diehard Trump supporters are all like, yeah, please uh, give everybody money. Like that's, that's awesome. And it's like, isn't that like kind of, uh, socialism. So so, what you people think socialism is right. Right, Exactly. And it's like, you get
0: both sides of the story. It's so frustrating, right? Everybody's like, Oh, Nancy Pelosi, you know, signed off on this. So you're getting her money. And then other people are like, Oh, you not your president. Then. You know, don't give the don't take this money Trump's giving us. And it's like, we paid it in taxes. This is literally what socialism is. Like, what is what are there's no way to defend this. And the whole situation has been made a hundred times worse because of misinformation from our president who doesn't give a shit about us. And there's audio recordings of him saying things like that. And for anyone to follow it is insane to me. But you know, people have their own whatever's and that's what makes us you know a society is having different opinions and stuff i just personally don't understand it but i think looking at it objectively you can see uh that it's been made worse because of our management by our leaders yeah um, yeah um but just like just like he said in the last episode the narrator we're all a bunch of idiots aren't we yeah. Speaking of idiots, this next episode is
1: called Idiot Box. Whoa. Uh, and. Alright. Idiot Box, of course, aired on the same day as the other one. Um, <laughs> storyboard artists, or storyboard directors, were Paul Tibbet and Kent Osborne. Uh,. Storyboard artists Carson Kugler, William Reese, and Mike Roth. Writers were Paul Tibbett, Kent Osborne, and Meriwether Williams. Animation director, yet again, was Andrew Overtoom, and Creative Director.
0: I also didn't look at this one, but I think I have a guess this time. Is it Lay it, it uh, on me. Smitty Werbin Jaegerman Jensen? Correct. He was number one, after all. Uh, <laughs> this episode starts with uh, Spongebob and Patrick in front of Spongebob's house, as it does.
1: Just hanging out.
0: Right, and uh, they're looking down the street or whatever. Spongebob says, you see anything, Patrick? He says, uh, I need my glasses. And then we get a great little gag where he takes two glasses of water... And he puts them over his eyes, like they're binoculars. And like
1: pour he like pours the water onto him to, to put his eyes up to them.
0: Yeah, and then we can see his eyes through them and they're like actual human eyes and they're huge. You know, yeah. so it is it is like they are working as binoculars. Um, it's
1: very funny too. They like blink and I don't know, it just looks very funny.
0: Yeah. And he sees a mail truck, and he tells him that. So then they see a mail truck, and they're both like, our package! He throws the glasses, and they start dancing. They're basically just hopping from one foot to another, like, back and forth. Um, they're just doing it for kind of a long time.
1: It almost is kind of like uh, the dance we do in Ska called Skanking. We kind of like that.
0: Did you say we?
1: We meaning the ska community,
0: which apparently is you, me and
1: me and the other people who go to ska shows and listen to ska. Yeah, you
0: do skanking.
1: That's that's what it's called. That's what our dance is called. I knew you were a skank hunt. <laughs> I refuse to believe skank hunt was was just for. I I don't know. It's just funny. Like that like fucking guy. Yeah, whatever the. F- fuck dildo swag whatever
0: <laughs> right um south park is great so <laughs> they're they're hopping around and squidward looks out and he's like i didn't realize it was happy hopping moron day i think he's right outside of his house like standing there right
1: um S- squidward yeah uh yeah, he's, like, at his front door, yeah.
0: And uh, the male fish is like, Spongebob Squarepants, that's me. And he just puts a big... He throws a big box off the truck onto the ground.
1: Yeah, just tosses yeah, it. Yeah,
0: like it isn't fragile or anything. And Squidward remarks, that's a big box. And then Spongebob thanks them, and he drives off. And they're still just jumping around and hopping. and. Right. uh Patrick's like, hey, Spongebob, when do we stop hopping? 30 more seconds, Patrick. As if this is like, we got to do this. 30 seconds, you know? Let's keep doing it. We're just hopping.
1: Yep. They got to do it. Uh, so then they... um, Squidward theorizes that they probably ordered a lifetime supply of bubble soap. (laughs) And uh, we see the boys uh, lift a giant TV that's way too big to fit in that box. It, like, expands as it comes out of the the box. It, like, gets bigger. Yeah,
0: it must be, like, a 100-inch TV, you know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and and Squidward is like, huh, a brand-new television, which... It's funny. I noticed in the wiki, uh, the trivia section of the wiki, they were saying like, "So this would have been like, if that's what a new TV looks like, this would have been, you know, 2002 or whatever that this took place, essentially." Right. Because it's not a flat TV's. Well, TVs do did not look like that for very much longer. Yeah. Only only a few more years. Um. But yeah, it's like a giant box you know this tv it probably would have weighed a 100 pounds or yeah something,
0: like the ones that have more. its own stand built into it That's right where they are
1: back in the day i mean i i don't know how common this was but i had a buddy in high school who had one of these tvs and he said they actually built it in his basement like it wow, wasn't so you couldn't move it yeah right it was literally built down there like right so they crazy. get
0: they get a new giant tv Um, And they're like, easy, easy. And then they take it and they just throw it on top of Spongebob's trash can. So this box is more like in front of Squidward's house than anything. Uh, Right.
1: They are actually kind of right in front of Squid's. They're in between the two houses more so. So the male
0: fish just casually tosses a TV onto the ground that's too big for the box it's in. And then they throw it on the trash. And... uh, they're like, yeah, and then they jump in the box and they close the box flaps. And Squidward yeah. just watches the whole thing go down.
1: Yeah, and just confused. And he's like, just when I thought they couldn't get an, any stupider. And uh, he goes up to the box to talk to them, and he's like, so you two ordered a giant screen television just so you could play in the box? And SpongeBob so sweet that he pops his head out and he's like, Pretty smart, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. I didn't think it would work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. They're like,
0: oh I, yeah, I yeah, that's what happened. Isn't that a genius idea? I
1: love that I thought I, I thought it, it wouldn't work, Lion, because it it makes you think that they like sat there and like planned this out together. Right. They're they like, like, Oh,
0: there's no way we could so, just buy a big box, but maybe we right. could get one if we bought a giant TV. But then what it, what'll they do if we just throw it away? You know, maybe this won't work. <laughs> maybe they'll take the right. box back. <laughs> That's like <laughs> right. a fear.
1: That's the thinking. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, <laughs> it's like, Hey, you guys aren't going to use that TV. Then we got to take it back. <laughs> like, Yeah.
0: And it's great comedic timing how they can just like pop out of the box and say stuff too.
1: Yeah, it is. I love that. Uh, and uh He's like, that's quite the plan there. But wait, there was something else I wanted to ask you, too. Oh, yeah. Now, what was it? <laughs> yeah. Don't you two have any brains? The second
0: time and, and, that uh, SpongeBob has been accused of not having brains in these two episodes.
1: It's very funny how these things happen in the sister episodes. Like, Right. And these are both they're,
0: about... They're both directly using the terms idiots as well.
1: Right. Yeah. Um... It's interesting how that works. Maybe that's why they pair certain episodes together sometimes. I don't know. Right. Um, But he's like, wow, I never really thought of it. Or wait, Uh, Squidward says, uh, I'm sorry, SpongeBob says, we don't need a television, not as long as we have our And this is an iconic moment in Spongebob history.
0: And one of the early memes. Well, not early, but like memes as they are now. I think imagination was one of the big templates.
1: Yeah, a very popular one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, he says imagination. And of course, puts his hands up above his head and draws a rainbow. And and a rainbow appears. Yeah. And he's, uh, he jumped up. He's standing on the side of the
0: box at this point. So it's it's a pretty sturdy
1: box. Yeah. He's it would have to up be, and for sure.
0: Yeah, so a lot of people know that. Imagination. Just when I thought they couldn't get any stupider.
2: Let me get this straight.
1: You two ordered a giant screen television just so you could play in the box. Pretty smart, huh? I thought it wouldn't work. Yeah, that's quite a plan there. Oh, but wait, there's something else I wanted to ask you two. Oh, what was it?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't you two have any brains? Squidward,
0: we don't need television. Not
2: as long as we have our imagination.
0: And Squidward's like, wow, I never thought of it that way. That's really something. Can I have your TV? So basically Mm -hmm. he's like, yeah, yeah, you know. Just like, he'll let me have his TV if I'm, you know, just playing along. But SpongeBob's like, with imagination. Or this is where he jumps up, actually. But either way, he's like, I can be anything. I can be anything I want. A pirate. Arr. And he makes like a little hook with his finger. A football player. Hup. Which is kind of like in a, just like a stiff arming pose. And Patrick goes, a starfish.
1: Yes, Squidward of course points out that he is already a starfish. And he goes, "See, Squidward? It works. <laughs> you try."
0: So now and Squidward he goes, is going to try to to use his imagination.
1: Yeah, and he go this is pretty funny too. Uh like sarcasm and just like playing into to their like childlike nature. He's like, "Okay, let's see. I'm imagining myself watching TV." And there it is. Uh, and he's like, "Can I have it, SpongeBob?" Sure, Squidward. Like, no thought put into right, it. He's at like, all. "I
0: told you, I don't want it. Just take it." And it's
1: like S- SpongeBob could definitely use it, or or Squidward, or or, or Patrick. I'm sorry. Right? SpongeBob they, they both does
0: have a TV, and if he could fit they, that one into his house, why would he not take it to replace right, the one he has? He right, already bought exactly. it. You already paid for it, right? No It belongs
1: to you, right? How did
0: he afford this? (laughs) On his minimum wage, how did he afford it? I don't get it.
1: It's weird. Well, SpongeBob and Patrick bought it together. Just to
0: toss (laughs) it in the trash.
1: I know, it's obscene. Uh,
0: Patrick loves television.
1: Right. He loves watching the guy get hit in the head with the coconut. (laughs) Uh, So,
0: yeah, Squidward's like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And he goes behind the TV and he's, like, pushing it. He's able to, like, slide it on the ground. And he pushes it all the way up to his house. And uh, SpongeBob's like, all right, Squidward, but if you change your mind, uh, we'll be in this box. So then they're in the box and we can hear them start to use their imagination. And Patrick's like, let's play mountain climbing adventure. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: and, and they do. Yeah, right. They pull the box flaps over. And you hear them; they're kind of like echoing, gloves, check. Hats, check. Underwear, uh, check. So now they're all ready to go.
1: Took him a while to find yeah. his underwear. Patrick's like, oh, wait, uh,
0: wait, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, there they are.
0: Uh, right, the rest of it's imagination, but that one he actually checked, I'm sure.
1: And I love this. This whole skit here is awesome. This uh, mountain climbing skit, it's like... Okay, you climb up and secure this rope. You got it. I, I love the way he says that. Right. Uh, and it's and like he, and he's, we
0: should definitely play at least part of all of these because it's this is more than just them in a box saying things. There's noise, like like I said, there's kind of like echoes, there's uh you know, it's it there's like wind and things. It sounds like they're actually in like on top of a mountain or they're climbing.
1: Yes, yep, it sounds very real. and But yeah, I just love it. Uh, he's like, Patrick, you're going too high. And he's like, Patrick. I hope they. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah.
0: going too high.
1: And he's just like nonstop. He's like, just going crazy, yeah. scaling this mountainside.
0: And <laughs> Squidward like, goes, I hope they put some air holes in that box. <laughs> and then goes, Take to it
1: easy, them. Patrick. You've got to acclimate. And he's like, I'll take it easy when I'm dead.
0: I'll take it easy when I'm dead.
1: Yeah. I'm shaking hands with Neptune. Woo! Excelsior! Right,
0: big Al Gore guy over there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Squidward's Um, like,
0: oh, wait, where's the remote? And then he sees it over by the box. And as he walks up to it, you know, he can hear them. uh, (laughs) He can hear them playing around. Uh, And... I forgot to mention earlier they they bumped butts when they uh when the thing came, the box when they jumped yeah, in yeah so they bumped butts but they're they're playing around. Squidward picks up the box and he just l- looks at them for a sec. Patrick screams, "I am the Lizard King!" Woo! And it's funny. So this
1: is oh f- uh, yeah. Why is that funny? Well,
0: it to me because uh, there's a thing in the office where Robert California is like. You don't know me. You don't even know my real name. I'm the fucking Lizard King. Like, that's a thing that he says to threaten uh, Michael, I think it is, or Dwight. Gotcha.
1: That sounds funny. But the reason why it's actually funny, because the, do you know who the Lizard King is originally? Bowser? No. Uh, so long, King Bowser. Uh, you know that's what he really says. Yes, I do. Instead of I know. gay Bowser. Yeah of course king bowser like whoever called him king bowser but anyway uh no the lizard king is jim morrison from the doors that was his his thing i'm the lizard king i can do anything that's what he would say gotcha so whenever you hear a reference to the lizard king they're referencing jim morrison
0: not bowser
1: right and it's funny too because that actually recently came up with a, another coworker I work with she said something about the lizard king and I was like you know what that is right because I'm just like that I have to tell people what shit is from I don't know I got it from my mom I guess
0: yeah you're some kind of douche <laughs> I'm just kidding
1: um, no, I know, but it is like a weird thing where it's like right. I feel the need to like educate. People as long as you don't on, look on down things. on them
0: for not knowing, and you use it as right. a, just a way to be like, "Hey, now now you know more. You know you won't do it again." Right.
1: Not but that anyone it's fine gets a that shit you didn't know, but just because you just the Wizard King. Yeah. Right. Um,
0: so Pat- SpongeBob is like Patrick. Patrick, I think we should keep our voices down. We might start an avalanche. He's like, what? I said. And so he just keeps screaming <laughs> louder and louder. I think we should keep our voices down in case of avalanche what should we keep what? down <laughs> yeah <laughs> morons <laughs>
1: our voices! it's it's so well it's so well like paced. yeah where squidward is just in there to go morons and then
0: our voices yeah and squidward's uh, just like will you shut up and he kicks the box and then it sounds like an avalanche is happening and they're like
1: ah they're screaming and <laughs>
0: Crying and there's snow falling, and Squidward's like, Be- What? Because huh? he kicked it, right. too.
1: That's what I love. It's like he set it off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like they're in some sort of world in there, and doing that shook the whole world. And now it's like, He's responsible for this. He's like, SpongeBob, and he like touches the box, and then it's, Ah, another avalanche! Like explosion Yeah. And it gets super real right
1: yeah i know it gets like scary like uh what is that movie there's a movie like this oh i guess it's kind of like 127 hours but that's not what i was thinking there's a movie where people get stuck in the mountains and they have to like start eating each other it's weird yeah uh but yeah it's kind of like that or it reminds me of that anyway where patrick's like hold me and he's like hang in there buddy the chopper's on the way (laughs) And he's like, SpongeBob, my legs are frozen solid. You're gonna have to cut them off with a saw. Yeah, and Squidward, <laughs> no, Patrick, I can't do Squidward's that. Squidward's
0: starting w- to like get nervous like listening to this. Right.
1: Right, right. He's buying into it and he's like, I can't do that, Patrick. Why not? Because I already cut off my own arms. <laughs>
0: and Squidward <laughs> like, falls to his knees. <laughs> I already cut off my own arms no like, no and squidward, like can't stand it you know that they're dying because of him and he opens the box <laughs> and looks in and it's just the two of them sitting in there and he's like wait what the how, how are you they making both... that noise he's like "Ha, what noise squidward so it sounded it did sound very real you know their imagination right. screams volume
1: is so good that It sounds real to a bystander. Yeah,
0: and Patrick just said, I could only hear the sound of our laughter. So they're just, like, sitting in there laughing, you know? And it didn't sound like an actual real life-ending situation from where they are. (laughs)
2: Let's play mountain climbing
0: adventure.
2: Let's go for it. Gloves. Check. Hats. Check. Underwear. Uh, Check. Okay, Patrick, climb up there and secure this rope. You got it. Patrick! Patrick! Patrick, you're going too high! I hope they put some air holes in that box. Take it easy, Patrick! You've got to acclimate! Yeah! I'll take it easy when I'm dead! I'm chicken heads with Neptune! Woo! Excelsior! Where's that remote? I am the Lizard King! Patrick, Patrick. Patrick, I think we should keep our voices down! We might start an avalanche! What? I said, I think we should keep our voices down! In case of avalanches! What should we keep down? Morons. Our voices! Will you two shut up?
1: SpongeBob?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hang in there, buddy. The chopper's on the way. SpongeBob, my legs are frozen solid. You'll have to cut them
0: off with a saw.
2: No, Patrick, I can't do that. Why not? Because I already cut off my own arms. No! (laughs) What the? How are you two making that noise? Ah, what noise,
0: Squidward? I could only hear the sound of our laughter.
1: And this is great too. Yes, but the sound effects, the avalanche. The, and the, he goes, Don't yeah. Don't forget about the second avalanche. Right. So Patrick <laughs> <It's> like, like
0: <laughs> knows what happened, you know. They're kind of playing dumb. But he's like, Yeah, remember right. there was the second one too. <laughs> and it sounded just right, as good. Right. <laughs> right. Squidward just like, ah, forget it. You know, clearly they're not gonna say anything. He's like, I don't no, I am wasting my time out here when I could be watching my brand new television. And then uh, he walks away and you can hear a helicopter is in the box. Squidward like looks around and uh, you know, he like ducks, he's like, What what's going on? And you can hear a pilot, attention climbers, hold on, the saws are on the way <laughs> So it's actually yeah. them playing loudly again.
1: Yes. Uh, And they're both like, yay. And
0: Squidward (laughs) goes, grrr. And he, like, walks away from them and goes inside. Uh, Or wait, no, no, he opens it. Right, I'm sorry. He opens it first.
1: How are you two doing that? And he's like, well, first we establish a base camp at 1,500 or 15,000 feet. He's
0: like, no, the noises. How are you making the noises? (laughs) You know, not... Yeah, he's thinking they're like, well, how you know, how did you climb that mountain and <laughs> get in this position? But he's like, no, you guys right. are making noises.
1: And he goes, that's easy. All you need is a box and imagination. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and uh Squidward uh you know, still doesn't get it. He's like
1: he, well, he kind of takes offense to it, because he's... I mean, Squidward's an artist, you know? It's like he thinks of himself as someone with imagination. Yeah.
0: Are you trying to say I have no imagination? Right. He's a creative mind. A creative mind And he's type. like...
1: Yeah. yeah. And he's like... I have uh,
0: more imagination. In one tentacle... And he does the... Yeah, he does the thing, but no uh, no rainbow comes. No rainbow. In one tentacle... Which... which then you have in your whole bodies.
1: Which the fact that there was no rainbow shows that he doesn't have as much imagination. Because if he did, there would be a rainbow there. So this line Uh. was
0: always... uh, It's like, I think it could go multiple ways. You know, he's like, I have more imagination in one tentacle than you have in your whole bodies. And he goes, Patrick goes, that's good. Now all you need is a box. And he closes it. So it's like either, oh, good, you have imagination. Now if you get a box, you can do this too. Or he's like... That's good. You thinking, you thinking that you have more imagination than us is imaginative. You know, it could be seen like that because he's just like, "That's good,"
1: right? Right. Uh, Like you have so much imagination
0: that you believe you're in a world where you have more imagination than us.
1: Yeah. Good Anya.
0: Now go get a box.
1: I thought you were saying now all you need is a box, like, you know. No people people it's weird I've noticed this a lot lately it never happened very much in my life but I have heard people say it but like people refer to like a vagina as a box yeah and like that's what I that's where I thought you were gonna go no. when you were like <laughs> all you need is a box pussy yeah sure <laughs> go get a box fisky <laughs>
0: So, uh, boomtown. So Squidward loves watching TV. Like he loves doing leg day and like he loves his wife. <laughs> so he, he walks back, you know, they're, <laughs> they're like doing their own thing. They're kind of like, all right, see a Squidward. You know, they're like, they cut off the conversation and Squidward says out loud, I'll show them. And he walks into his house. He's like, there's gotta be one in here somewhere. He's throwing stuff out of the closet. He's like, ah, here it is this hat box should do nicely and he gets like a little it's a round rounded green box it i mean it looks like uh i mean it's a hat box it is what you would put a regular sized hat in
1: right like a cap in the days in the days when people put hats in boxes yeah but when he when they weren't wearing he pulls
0: it out it's not even a regular hat it's a sombrero that's like actually much bigger than the box similar to the TV
1: right right and Squidward's... all these a, boxes are like that. he
0: pulls it out and he goes why haven't I worn this yet you know he's like oh shit I forgot I had this but I, I yeah we and will, he's also like we will see him wear it in a later episode
1: okay I'll take your word for it
0: when uh, he's trying to detract from sea
1: bears. At the campfire. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right. Sea Bears. I do remember that. C
0: A M P F I R E S O N G song.
1: <laughs> um,
0: yeah, Squidward discards so, yeah. the hat. He throws it off screen. Um, just like them, you know, he just needed it for the box, and he's going to try to do what they're doing
1: yeah so he sits in the box he puts the lid on his head It he doesn't fit all the way in the box yeah even though he probably could because these boxes are magical but um <laughs> so he's just sitting in there with the lid on his head like he's not actually in it i mean he is but he isn't he's not he's like in the bottom of in. with the top on his right. head
0: but his knees like pretty much all of him is exposed still
1: and he's just sitting there, like, expecting something to happen and nothing happens, of course. So he gets he frowns and he uh gets mad and he kicks the box and just then. Yeah, he looks police at his watch like,
0: like, okay, when is this supposed to kick it? Yeah, of.
1: when is this yeah.
0: Right, and then he gets when mad these... and he kicks the box. But uh basically what's happening is Squidward is trying to prove to the people having fun in a box that he can have more fun in a box than them. So, like, he's so just the idea of proving them wrong to himself, like, in his mind, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely having more fun than them. This is important to me. And they don't give a shit about it at all, right? But he's so mad that it's not working, that he can't have more fun with a box than them. He kicks it and then police sirens start going off.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, attention, we have you surrounded. Come up with your hands up. And Squidward thinks it's because he kicked the box. That's his where his mind goes. He's like, Oh, what what did I do? Obviously I just violated some new box kicking law.
0: Obviously.
1: (laughs) Right. Uh And he comes out with the box in his hands. like He's like, look, officers, everything's okay. I won't do it again. He's like, it's
0: okay. The box is still in one piece.
1: And then, right, you can see the box that the boys are in is like vibrating to show you that the sound is coming from there. Yeah, and you can hear SpongeBob
0: going, you'll never take me alive, coppers. His voice sounds super (laughs) weird, but I'm pretty sure it's him.
1: And he's like, No, Johnny, don't do it. Yeah.
0: And uh, the sirens are, like, super loud. Um, Squidward's like, ah, because he was, like, fooled again about their realistic sound effects. And he punts the box over to them. The sirens and everything stops as Patrick opens the box. And he's like, whoopee, another box. And he grabs it and puts it in their, uh, into their box. Yeah. Squidward was obviously discarding it. And they heard it. And they stop playing to be like, oh, look, another box.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Squidward is like, you know, yeah, this is all too much for him. So he's like, I got to try to relax. Perhaps I can drown out their childish games with a little TV. And uh, turns it on. And of course, the first thing on the screen is boxes on a conveyor belt. Uh, and it's like, it's here that the boxes reach the final stage of assembly. So it's like a box making documentary right
0: because we (laughs) we make boxes like why would we manufacture boxes like the whole point of boxes is to keep them flat (laughs) although we don't move full empty boxes you know
1: right we don't we don't come yeah make them full and then right yeah exactly like
0: why would we just ship full boxes we would not have an assembly line to like build empty boxes i don't think
1: Right. <laughs> there is actually a joke in an early Simpsons episode where they go on a field trip to a box factory and they're like, they're joking about how there's like just nothing to see because they're like, we don't even put the boxes together here. Yeah. Like, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, they just take cardboard and ship it. Uh, yeah. But they're, uh, as you said, Squidward's ready to watch TV and he's watching that. And you can hear the the narrator say it is here that the boxes reach their final stage of assembly and Squidward changes the channel. Clearly he doesn't want to talk about boxes or see about boxes, but then you can see a professor who's up at a chalkboard and he, there's just a square on the screen or on the chalkboard. And he goes, "The equation is demonstrated here by this box. So It's like, <laughs> great. Another thing about boxes, geez. And we get, you know, where yes. Squidward is feverishly changing channels Because everything on TV is reminding him of this situation outside and how he's not as imaginative as them. And it's killing him. And everything is about boxes right now on TV.
1: And, yeah, this one is great, too. I couldn't afford a present this year, so I got you this box. It's like a man and a woman standing face-to-face and she's like that's what i got you they got each other
0: boxes
1: and that's kind of like a i feel like that's kind of a joke on that classic story where the man buys the girl uh you know like a jewel for her or a chain for her jewel to wear on her necklace or whatever but she sells it so she can buy him, like, a box for his harmonica or whatever. But he sells his harmonica to buy her Yeah, that thing. My favorite so one like, is then they...
0: Futurama. Do you know the Futurama version of that? No. I have to remember exactly. But I believe uh, it's, like, Amy, uh, Hermes, like, sold something, I don't remember, to give Amy, like, this nice comb and she's like oh well i sold all my hair so that i could afford to get you this and then zoidberg shows up with like her hair and like grabs the comb and he's like oh this will be perfect for my new wig and he like he he, like (laughs) bought all of their stuff essentially that they sold off so the gifts work perfect for him (laughs) and they like don't like him
1: (laughs) yeah right yeah uh Nice. Yeah, that's kind of what that reminded me of, that box thing, yeah. even though it wasn't to that extent. um, But it's like, oh, we didn't really get in each other anything that we can use, but it's the thought that counts and we love each other. Yeah. You know? In Squidward uh, uh,
0: remarks, isn't there anything on that's not about boxes? And then you can hear him change the channel, but you can't see it. And they or you see the arena first, I think, in the ring, and they say,
1: "Yeah, just that empty ring." Yeah, yeah. welcome
0: back to championship boxing. And Squidward's like, huh, huh, "I guess this is okay. I mean, it's not really about boxes, you know. It's like, and then- how, what a funny situation. I don't want to see boxes, and boxing is on, but you know, it's actually about beings that are fighting. So, and then yeah, it shows the not- screen." And it's actually just two cardboard boxes going at each other and, like, back and forth in the ring. And he's just like, I give up.
1: Just, just like, lightly bumping into each yeah. other. It's so funny. Like, why would this be a thing on TV? Yeah, so either
0: um, the TV there is wild or Squidward's actually hallucinating uh,
1: boxes. Yeah. Yeah, right. I know. I don't know what it is uh exactly but i think it's a squidward going crazy kind of thing even though that's not really elaborated on or yeah. like decided on um so yeah uh back to the box three two one blast off you know it's like Yay. a and it's a okay. very su- yeah. yeah realistic sounding the test begins now um, a rocket. How are they doing that? Yeah. That was one. the most realistic space one. launch I ever heard. There must be an explanation. Think, Squidward. Think. And this, and this is classic. Yeah, one of
0: my favorite things is Squidward picturing how SpongeBob is. And in his mind, right, he pictures them two in the box. And then SpongeBob, like, looks at Patrick and he's like, huh? Ah. And he plays, he hits a button on a tape recorder. And it makes the rocket noises. And he's like giggling. He's like, Squidward's such a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Like in his mind, they're they're like, ha, we're fucking with Squidward. But really, they don't care at all. And he's bothered by them.
1: Squidward's
2: such a jerk.
1: Right, right. His idea of what Spongebob is like is very different than what he's really like. Right. And he goes, laugh at Um, me,
0: will they? And he goes over to the box and opens it, trying to, like, catch them off guard, like, messing with
1: him. I love how his own, like, uh, daydream, like he takes it as like gospel as like how dare they laugh at yeah, me yeah it's like. the
0: same as squid's day off you know he like believes that these things are happening
1: right right right
0: so this is such a great line here too so he opens it up he goes all right where is it and we just see spongebob sitting there and then squidward's green hat box is there so he's like all right where is it and then patrick goes here i am and his head pokes out of the hat box
1: yeah, I love that too. And that's what I was saying. Patrick's able to fit his whole body yeah. into that box. He's like, so Where is it?
0: And he's like, Here I am. Like, Squidward's yeah. like, Where is it? Where I is am that it. starfish? Where,
1: where, <laughs> 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 yes. I love it. Oh, man. But SpongeBob <laughs> can tell
0: Squidward wasn't satisfied with the answer. And he goes, Where's what, Squidward? Don't, Where's what, Squidward me? Where's the tape recorder? You know, he's like, I know what it is. I've already figured it out. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you.
1: (laughs) And he's like, we don't have a tape recorder, Squidward.
0: (laughs) Don't, we don't have a tape recorder, Squidward, me. That's like his thing now. He's just like, don't, whatever you're saying, me.
1: But we don't. And he's like, we have a tape recorder box, Patrick. Yeah, and he holds (laughs) up
0: like, like it's a little white rectangular box. It's like, why do you have a tape recorder box? Now there's they three boxes, boxes. Here in play.
1: Yeah. And he's like, all right, make way you two. I'm coming in. Uh, after he takes the tape recorder box and throws it off screen. Yeah. And uh, SpongeBob is happy to have Squidward aboard the SS imagination. Mm-hmm. Where our only destination is Fantastic Adventure, where do you want to go first? He's like,
0: Nope, nope, don't mind me. I'm just here to observe. You know, he's like, I'm just going to watch you guys do it. But SpongeBob's like, uh, Squidward, don't you see waiting and watching? That's not what the box is about. It's about imagination. And
1: he's like, All right, that's fine. Uh, well, yeah, Take he's me- like,
0: fighting the rainbow. He's like messing it up with his hands. He's like, all oh, right, yeah, fine. right. Yeah.
1: Take me to Robot Pirate Island. I want to arm wrestle with cowboys on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> just do it so I can get back and watch TV. Like he doesn't even want to be there. He's just like, I just have to see what this is. Right.
0: He's like anything. And he's it's like, just this random thing with Robot Pirate Island and cowboys on the moon.
1: Yeah. And he's like, Okay, Squidward, Robot Pirate Island. It is. It's funny. As a kid, I remember thinking, like, is Robot Pirate Island a thing that I like? Don't know about, like, because they talk about it like it's just a thing that everybody knows. Yeah. Like, like okay, we'll go there. Yeah, yeah, but right. It is kind of uh,
0: self-explanatory.
1: Right, right. Uh, I mean, later on, I I figured that out, but I remember thinking, like, is that like from something, Robot Pirate Island? Like, yeah,
0: like because it it'd be, could be, I don't
1: know. But yeah, so then I don't think it is. It's just it's just an island where robots and pirates are fighting fight each yeah. other. Yeah.
0: Um, never mind the cowboys on the moon. Uh, they're just right. going with this. So then we see them start their production of their imaginative journey. And all that they do is SpongeBob and Patrick close their eyes and they're like. Patrick goes beep, beep, beep. And SpongeBob goes. Arr. Arr. beep, R. Beep, Ahoy!
1: Ahoy, maybe Yeah, they
0: just got their eyes closed. Peep peep. <laughs> For that, <laughs> That's all you'll walk the plank. <laughs> then they both start giggling. Yeah, it's like so dumb, you know. But somehow they're like in the same experience, you know. They're both like living the same dream of it.
1: They're on the same wavelength. Yeah, they're able to just meet each other in their imagination yeah and he's like uh squidward is fed up he's like why won't this thing turn on all right fine if you don't want to show me i don't care he leaves the box yep. i've got better things to do than pace the floor wandering wondering how you two work this thing and then hard cut to squidward pacing the floor
0: wondering how they do that thing <laughs> How they work that. Saying
1: out loud, how do those two work that thing? Yeah. (laughs) There's got to be a secret button or switch or something. I mean, listen to that. And then you can hear, like, all the robot pirate. Yeah, it's like like
0: swords clashing and just, like, loud commotion and such.
1: Right. And it's like, now that sounds sounds like like Robot Pirate Island. Island. Think Squidward. I got it. When those two go to bed, I'll sneak in there and I'll find that button. I'll wait all night if I have to. So he sits in his chair, uh-huh. just s- sitting there, not even watching his TV or anything. <clears throat> he just has to sit and wait. And. Uh,
0: right, then it cuts to directly to him sitting in there at nighttime, but he's like really slumped down in it and he looks tired because he's been waiting. And you can hear fireworks and cheering coming and then. Patrick and Spongebob, it cuts to them and they like open it and they're like, oh, I need to get some sleep to refuel my imagination tanks, Patrick <laughs> And then uh, Spongebob uh, says, I can't believe those pirates beat all those robots. As you see Squidward looking out at them through the window. And then they just yeah, yep, um, and see you in the morning.
1: Good night. I also I also love how there's like uh fireworks and shit. Yeah, there, uh, aren't there
0: actual fireworks outside. I think there I don't know why. I imagined it in my head. I again. feel
1: like I feel like you do see light from the fireworks. Right. Let me I have the episode up. Let me look at it real quick. No, there's no light from it. It's just it just the, the light changes on Squidward's face from day to night, and he just sits there with that same, like, fa- look on his face. But you can hear the fireworks, which is, like, the celebration yeah. after the battle, it's just I so, guess.
0: I guess it's my imagination at play.
1: Oh. <laughs> um, indeed. But, yeah, so Patrick is going to go refuel his imagination tanks, which is a hilarious way of putting it. But it's right. kind of true. That is kind of how our brain works. Like... It only has so much of the things that uh, we like. We need sleep to like refuel, you know? Yeah. Uh, And he's like, I still can't. Yeah, you already said that. I can't believe those pirates beat all those robots. Right. So yeah, "Yeah."
0: they separate and they go to bed. And once it shows them going to bed, like go in their houses, Squidward sneaks out immediately. And he's like tiptoeing over to the box and he goes inside of it
1: yes and he's like hello what's this and it's a piece of paper just taped on the wall of the box and it says yeah "Yeah, this plaque is and he starts reading it aloud this plaque is to commemorate the brave pirates who gave their lives to keep this box safe from the robot menace lest we forget and then that's when he's like oh what am i doing and he just tears it up yeah (laughs) yeah
0: tears it and throws it or whatever
1: and he's like I've got to find that button quick, and he's like, "It's got to be here somewhere." I don't see anything—just an empty box. Maybe it really was their imagination. Right.
0: another episode of Squidward being like, "What they're doing is so stupid," and then he like goes crazy to the point of maybe they're, you know, maybe it's real. That—that's that's kind of another Squidward episode that we've seen
1: it's kind of an interesting <clears> thing too, because it's like, he's constantly trying to put himself above them. Like he's better than them, but he always brings himself down like lower than, than them, yeah. you know? Like, so it's like, really, you're, you, you belong here, Squidward, you're a piece of shit. Right.
0: He's like, so maybe it was their imagination. He's, ah, oh, get it together, Squidward. He's talking he's to like, himself. I am,
1: Yeah. I am not a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But you are a little bitch. Yeah. He's <laughs> like,
0: what, what are you saying? I mean, do I really believe that if I sit here and pretend to drive a race car, I'm suddenly going to start hearing noises? And he, like, grabs a steering wheel imaginary and, like, revs a pedal. And you can hear rum rum as he puts his foot down. Yeah. Perfectly matched up yeah. with it.
1: With his foot, yeah. And he's like, it actually works. Yeah. I can't believe it. He turns the key and, and it, like,
0: like, starts up. rum Or, like, just makes more noise.
1: Yeah, and he's just getting real excited real fast. He's like, this beats TV by a long shot. And he keeps his eyes open the
0: whole time, which is different than what they do.
1: Yeah, right, right. Good point. Uh, And he's like, you know, just freaking out. This is the most fun I've ever had. And this is a great part where SpongeBob is up in his bed, uh, bedroom reading, and he's like, listen to that, Gary. Squidward finally made the box work after all. That's so great. Right. (laughs) I just love
0: (laughs) it. But you can see uh, right before that, that it's actually a garbage truck. That's like lifting the box into the garbage. So we know that Squidward isn't actually making it work. He's getting picked up because they pick up trash at very late at night.
1: Yeah. And, um, so Squidward's in the, in the trash, uh, the truck in like the the truck yeah in the like dump truck portion the dump portion of it and he's like he's in there but he doesn't know it the box didn't come open or anything it stayed closed yeah and he's like he's like only two more laps to the finish line i'm in the lead he's like all excited and the whole time
0: he's like saying that now we're not seeing him from the inside but we're seeing the garbage truck is it drives like all the way to the dump and then is like unloading its pile and then squidward's like falling down the pile like sliding and he's like woohoo out of my well, way right. the, yeah
1: the box like goes down the hill like a sled it doesn't tip over it's like at a dead first.
0: health inspector
1: right right it just goes down like sliding down uh right side up but then it hits a rock or Victory whatever some mine. piece of oh. some piece of trash yeah and uh he like start he like flies out of the box like he would get like thrown through the windshield or something similar to that and uh he's tumbling down this giant mountain of trash and then he falls down all the way to the ground but he lands face first on the ground but (laughs) there's something there for for his face to to cushion the fall of his face and it is a pie of course Glass- right right somebody right into the pie somebody
0: threw a pie out and it was landed directly up on a the per- ground a
1: perfect pie yeah. it would have been a great great callback if it just exploded and that was the end right. of the episode <laughs> <laughs> um but he's um.
0: like he uh he is you know you can tell he's defeated now and then the box like falls on him and he's just so you know he's like uh great nothing ever goes good for squidward and then you see the next morning the boys walk out Spongebob goes, hey, our box is gone Patrick goes, oh well Spongebob, I know, let's go see Squidward, and then Patrick giving the good closing line I hope he's not too down in the dumps today, boom boom (laughs) oh, this is saying it's a timpani that's cool, I never knew that but it makes sense Yeah,
1: for sure, I I, would have known that but yeah, uh Because, right, timpanies are cool because they have that pedal on the bottom. So you can make it change sound like that. No, not not sustain. Uh, You can literally change the pitch of it, which is why it goes like. boo.
0: Oh, right. For sure. Yeah. So uh, that one also holds a very historic place in the Hall of Fame of SpongeBob memorable great animation hilarious uh and you know the visually they didn't have to do a lot but i think the sounds that they made to build that image in our heads was the best part it's
1: it's true i mean the only locations we're at in this whole episode are outside of squidward's house and inside of squidward's house and And then once well yeah in the box too but And then there's one second of inside Spongebob's bedroom. But other than that, it's a very... Well, there's the dump too. But I mean, I just mean the whole episode essentially takes place in these two locations. Uh, The whole story unfolds in the outside of Squidward's house and the inside there. Like they don't leave the the same area, but for, you know, the closing gag. Yeah, And uh, that's pretty cool. I, I love uh looking into things like that especially with cartoons uh where it's like oh wow they like didn't really move at all like they stayed in the same spot like that's pretty amazing you know to be able to tell to
0: do it successfully it's just like wrestling it's like wow did you notice they really didn't do anything but it was great you know it's just yeah you uh you know there's different ways to to
1: succeed Right, right. Um one thing that comes to mind for me and I think I've talked to you about this before is the episode of BoJack Horseman where he's underwater and there's almost no dialogue in the whole episode, but it still tells, you know, a 20 30 minute long story uh yeah without any dialogue and it's like that's pretty fucking cool, you know? Like that's like a challenge to do, you know? Um and that's that's very exciting that's but this is a little bit less of a thing than that but this is still really cool a really great episode one of the best ones i would say definitely one of my favorites back in the day without a doubt um and it's kind of funny too because despite being a television show it kind of has an anti-tv message uh for sure in in that it's you don't need tv like Right, like you don't need TV. Like you've got, you know, you're a human being. You can, you know, make up your own fun things to do. Like it's possible to do, you know. Um Because yeah, I mean, that's the thing. The idiot box, you know, that's what people say would say in, in back in the day. Like because before cell phones and internet and all that shit, that that's what you had when it came to technology. It was TV. So people who were like technology addicted would just go home and stare at the TV and it would like rot their brain essentially. Yeah.
0: So in their eyes. Yeah. Don't sit too close to the television now.
1: Right. Classic.
0: Yeah. So this episode, perfect. Both of these perfect, perhaps the best two episodes in the history of the show. Maybe, um, I would definitely put it in the category, or in the running for that category. Yeah, it, it belongs in the running. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. I hope you guys enjoyed us talking about these great oh episodes God. and are enjoying Season 3 so far as we continue to figure out how we're going to continue to work in these
1: trying times. These trying times, indeed. Uh, but, yeah, thanks so much for listening, everybody. We appreciate you all so much. Hopefully these trying times aren't too trying for you. Uh, feel free to reach out to either one of us or reach out to us on our uh, collective social medias. Uh, you know, if you want to talk or whatever. Uh, and during this time, you know, we're all we all have a lot more downtime than we, we have had, you know, and. Uh, so you can find me on the internet, uh, under the, the name Ashton Waganda that is spelled A S H T O N W A G A N D H A. My name of course is Alexander Beardsley, but I also will answer to that name. So, uh, yeah, you can find me Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook and the like, um, under that name. Or, you know, you can, if you really want to, you can feel free to uh, add me on Facebook. I can't guarantee that I will accept your friend requests because I, I just don't accept friend requests, like, without looking at them first. And sometimes that takes me a while. So, maybe just never mind what I saying. <laughs> um, I'm Zach Maine. totally red underscore Zach on different
0: social media platforms. Uh, Check me out on Instagram to see XFL, or check it out on YouTube now on our YouTube Uh, under Stripe Sweater Productions. That's the same as our Facebook page where you can reach out to us or at the email stripesweaterproductions at gmail.com. Look for us on Patreon. Uh, Continue listening to us wherever you listen. And we really appreciate you guys. Thanks for sticking around. Anything else? Um, We really are a bunch of idiots, aren't we? We really are. I wouldn't have it any other way. Hope these listeners I, aren't too down in the dumps.
2: Boom. Boom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Peace. Uh, peace. Y'all. All right. I'm going to stop.